Well, hi, everybody. It is Monday the 17th. It is six weeks since our last episode. Welcome to the Mono e Mono podcast. Yeah. I'm Mike. I'm Eric. We're back. We're back. Yes. We're here. We didn't forget about all of you. Most of you. Well, some no, of you. Not one of, not one of you. No, we would whether never you're, forget. Whether you're in El Salvador, whether you're in Germany, whether you're in well, it's Australia, or mostly in oh, the yeah. US and Canada listening. Welcome back to having a listen to what we're up to. Yes. Long episode. We, yeah. Well, it'd been a while. Been so. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Chatted a little bit about uh, a really interesting downloading app for your phone. Super uh, cool. A, app. a service type app uh, to help other people. So, so we, we encourage you all to download. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when Definitely. you hear about it, you uh, probably will. Oh, I would think so. Mm-hmm. If not, you don't have a soul. <laughs> Agreed. Which is actually not true because neither one of us has souls and we still did it. Well, we have enough of a soul to do it. Yeah, there's a little bit left. Yeah, there's a little bit left. It's the the one last little bit. Please don't send us to hell. It's it's, it's the the one thread hanging. We're still going. I'm (laughs) still going. Um, Yeah, and we talked about, because, you know, since in this time, Kobe Bryant passed away, so we talked about Mm -hmm. that. And um, a little the, bit about the woke culture, woke uh, culture, the woke, woke culture, woke culture, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. woke culture, yeah. disgusting. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's about as in-depth research as I do right there. <laughs> into into <laughs> counting from one episode to the next one. To 34. <laughs> to, to, from 33 to 34. Yes. Oh, and what are we drinking this evening? Very predictably. The doctor. Oh, the doctor of pepper. Very Dr. nice. Pepper. I had one earlier. I was uh, talking about doctors that are not real. Mm-hmm. Although I think it's actually a real doctor because I think that Dr. Pepper, because Dr. Pepper is the original pot, not diet, obviously, but the diet right. regular. I think it was a doctor. Like it wasn't Coke, Coca-Cola and Dr. Pepper, like in like, what was it? The time of pharmacy. I, I does not sound familiar at all, but. That does not mean you're not correct. Yeah. Um, anywho, I saw something the other day. I was watching comedians because you know I love my stand-up comedy. Sure, absolutely. And Mitch Hedberg. Do you remember Mitch Hedberg? Yes, yes. Mr. Mitch Hedberg. Um, he's like, <laughs> he goes, I, I, I won't do it any justice to how he um, does, does, yeah, it, it, but he goes, Doctor Scholes. What does he say? There is. It's obvious that if you put a piece of padding in your shoe, that it will be more comfortable. I would have bought that from a Mister Scholl. He could have saved himself a bunch of time in university. 
<laughs> Medical school. I, I would have bought that from a Mr. Scholl. <laughs> oh, that's just cushion, cushion in my feet. Okay. What is it? I got to find it. Uh, I'd have bought that on Drugstore Bob or whoever. <laughs> right? Know? Yeah. Hold easily. I you don't need to, you wouldn't need to, to fight to convince on that invention, I think. Mitch Hedberg. I love Mitch Hedberg. Is he, he the one who's kind of so, somewhat dry and he, and he kind of has a, where he would stand up next to a, a what do you call it? A, not a whiteboard, but a thing where he, is that the guy who does that? No, it's Dimitri something. Sorry. I, I can't remember his name. Dimitri. I, I thought for some reason. No. So I'll, uh, I'll play. Uh, how do you spell? Sh- I think it's actually. Scholl. S-C-H-O-L-L-S. S-C-H. S-C-H-O-L-L. Fuck. S-C-H-O-L-L. Oh, I, now that I do, I just Googled him, but now I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so fucking funny. Yeah. Anyway, so, he's so funny. Anywho. <laughs> any, anywho, 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 it's been a long six, yeah. six weeks, my friend. Yes. We, we, we did a, we did a summer break. <laughs> a summer break. Actually, no, it's winter, winter break. It's our winter, it it's winter, our, it's our winter seasonal break. Yes. This is like a break. season two. We're in season two now then. D- yes. Yes, we are. Okay, we that's, that's half we, a season. We meant to do that. Well, of course. Of course we did. We're not animals. Of course, we meant to do that. <laughs> We're not animals. We're not animals. Well, meh. that's debatable. Meh. I'd, Truly I'd, debatable. I'd have to say we are. Yes, we did. We had a quite a, a long layoff through. And in life. that time, we have a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, we do. Lot, You're the one who has the list. I don't have the list anymore. <laughs> what? I. I I got rid of it. I don't remember where it is. Are you for real? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. One of the things was uh, was the the app for the blind. Uh, Kobe was another one. Oh, the app. For the, uh, I'm like the app yes. for the blind. I was thinking. Yes. I thought app for like my blinds on my window. I'm like what? Oh no, not 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 no, window no, no, no. blinds. I know, I know what you mean. I know. What you, I got you now, buddy. I'm yes. Picking up, I'm picking All up right. what you're putting down. There we go. Kobe right. the Bryant. Yes, the Kobe Bryant uh, scenario situation. This is situation, you yeah. yeah. Scenario. And when it's okay to laugh at things, that's another good discussion too. And woke culture. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and, you have some and, stories on and, that one. And Titania McGrath. Oh, yeah, I do have oh, a story. Yes. Yeah. Do you, oh, yeah. do you have the picture saved? Which one? The one I say, uh, sent you about the railing on the person, the woke culture one. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look while we're. I don't think I have it. Where do you want to start? Where are we going to start? Let's get right to getting on starting on shit. Let's go with the blind thing because that's okay. that to me I think is is very important. Yes. yes. So, really, you want to? We can really um, encourage people on this one because I think this is awesome. I would so, agree with it. Do you remember I the totally name agree. of the app? Probably not. It's called Be My Eyes. Oh God! You fuck you! Don't, do you have the app? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never. I have not. I have not signed up for it yet, though. Okay, I, mean, I, I have not I have. finished any. You, I know you did, but I. When you and I talked about it that day, I went and downloaded it, 
and I just I hadn't really gone forward on it yet. But I did hear about this app a while ago, and I had meant to get on it as well. So when you when you brought it up, I'm like, I know I'd heard about it before, probably a year ago. Okay, I mean, it was it was yeah. So I knew what you're talking about. All right, so folks who haven't, for people who have not ever heard of this, Be My Eyes is an app I heard about. Mike's obviously heard about it too. Mm-hmm. And the idea, and, and by, I've signed up January 16th and haven't gotten, a month ago, at, right. and haven't got connected yet. So the idea is there's a whole bunch of blind people. There's about almost 200,000, 195,000, mm-hmm. and there's well over 3.5 million volunteers. And what happens is, People on the app, they say, I need help with, and it could be, I have a few things in my house. I'm trying to figure out which is which. Mm-hmm. Maybe I got two jackets and I'm like, oh, I can't, two shirts, t-shirts, whatever. And they're trying to figure out and they are are um, visually impaired to the point that they can't do what they're trying to do and they need help. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is you're, when they when you connect with them, you're basically like doing like a pseudo FaceTime, you know, video call, but mm-hmm. they're pointing their camera at what they're trying to figure out and you describe for them. So you're their eyes. Super mm-hmm. cool. What a what an awesome idea. In other words, be my eyes. So the app is called Be My Eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like you just said. You... Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I I, I, I would assume idea, it. Yeah. I, I was curious, um, just because I hadn't, I hadn't really heard about it. I mean, I'd heard about it earlier. I, I didn't do that much research, but I remember when I originally heard about it, I was like, God, that's a really good idea. And like most things that I do, I, I downloaded it originally at the time and never did it. And then I got rid of the app because I never did anything with it, of course, which is stupid. And then you brought it up again. I'm like, hey, that's a great idea. Oh yeah, I'm dumb. I was going to do that a while ago, and I didn't. But I, I think it would definitely. It, to me, it's like I'm looking at what what kind of scenarios you would encounter. I would, like you said, I think that was a good one about you know a specific clothing, or whatever. I was thinking a lot of it would be like they're in stores. Yep. Right. You're looking at at a grocery store, and I'm trying to find Campbell's soup, right? Chicken noodle soup. You know, or or I've got two in my hand, or whatever, as an agreed, right? So you're yep. going to look at it and go, okay. So that's kind of I was kind of thinking of the scenarios that that would you know would come into play. I think too so. for someone who is because a lot of people that are visually impaired can get around, but sure. they yeah. they, they right. just there's not a chance they could read say you know like the uh, ingredients on a can of soup. Agreed, totally. Like no matter what, they would be it would be too much. So. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find something that has X, Y, or Z, and or doesn't have, or can't have this, right? So, it would, uh, mm-hmm. it would have that. So, it, it yeah, it, it, and and it does say that it takes a while for you to get your first one. So I'm well, sure. I'm still waiting on a notification to come through. I haven't got one to, to date, so hopefully, uh, because it'd be very cool. I, I like the fact. Here's how cool that app is. I I like the fact that. It takes a while for you to get your first one. Yep. Or any one at that point, even if you got one in the next one, because so many people have signed up to do it. Yes. That is, to me, that says it all. Like, that's more of the puncher. I mean, it's a great app idea, and it's great for the people that are visually impaired. I just think it's friggin' awesome that so many people have signed up to help that it takes that long. That That's a great thing. 
Number it's, one, because it you know you're not constant. I don't want to say inconvenience because that's not what I mean by it. But you're not constantly all day like trying to help everybody all day and and, and do everything you're doing at the same time. You, totally, your calls are spread out enough to where you know you're probably not going to be in a scenario you can't. You know, and you yep. take care of it. So I think that's a great. Just the fact that so many people have signed up to me is like that's what I like to think about in life is that so many people want to help. That's a great thing that it takes that long. Completely agree with you. Because there's so many people there. And I, th- I yeah. think what you're trying to say, or no, I shouldn't say that. What I'm hearing mm-hmm. you try to articulate mm-hmm. is that if if you were getting notifications all day long, mm-hmm. like every half an hour, let's say, mm-hmm. you actually would probably feel bad that you couldn't help out. Absolutely. But knowing like you're working, right? Yeah. So you're totally right? like ah, oh, mm-hmm. that person, right? But knowing that it's and I just did the math, 17 to 1, 17 right. exactly. You know, uh, volunteers to every visually impaired person, which is mm-hmm. crazy, right? Right, sure. So I think, I think you know, I agree with you. It's, it, would, it, it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't impede into life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, and you wouldn't feel bad that you didn't answer, you know, four or five a day or something like that. Sure. And I think sure. that it's probably novelty enough. Like it, it would happen infrequently enough. You, you you could even be, even if it was like a meeting with a couple of people at work, like I can think of a couple of meetings and be like, I just got this notification. Hey, everyone, let's, let's do this right now. Yeah, exactly. And, and I can think of some meetings that I would be in that, that because it's so infrequent, mm-hmm. I could even, like there's obviously ones I would never interrupt for that. Sure. But but I bet you that there's some of the and everybody like oh what do we get to be a part of you know five minutes later oh let's get back to our meeting oh what a great you know what a great feeling yeah, right what a neat idea yeah, yeah what exactly. a super cool thing right um, but yeah and, and and I and and to to your latter point what a great example of how mm-hmm. awesome people actually are not the bullshit yeah. that we hear all the time right oh yeah yeah. I think if you walk around, it's like everything in life, right? If you get out and about and you talk to people or out, you know, or whatever you're doing, I, I think you tend to find that's what life really is, right? It, 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 what you're being told on no matter where, what angle it's coming from, whether it be news or whatever, you know, the who people are out there, all et cetera, or what people are like. Now, you get out and I think, you've, I think you're more likely going to find that people are more together than you'd think you know you'd really think so i i that's a good example right there of of you know what how good people can actually be of something so simple right i mean it's it, it's a great idea and and i remember you bringing up it again and i was like oh i forgot about that but i, I remember seeing what a I, I saw a commercial for it here once and i went that's brilliant like just just right away and i and i, I think i meant to tell you about it going that's something you would really be into Hundred uh, percent. But here's what here's what's funny about this, right? Is we're talking about this, and I have actually come to the realization relatively soon lately, within the past, I don't know, month, that I need to wear reading glasses now. <laughs> oh, and really? At the age forty five. I my distance vision is just fine, but looking at text messages on my phone, I mean, and sometimes seeing, like you said, the label on the back of a of a of a can um it's becoming more difficult that i actually have to use readers now oh really and i kind of was yeah i was kind of like you know i was kind of bummed about it at first you know in general like because susan was like ah because she uh, you know she's used readers for a couple i mean she's a little older than i am so she's used 
readers for several years now, and I really haven't. And she's like, it's kind of interesting to watch you go through it because at first you're really like super concerned. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you are, right? Sure. Because you're sitting there, my, my, my brain's going, oh my God, I'm blind. But I'm realizing, well, no, you're not. You just got to obviously got to hold it farther out and you can read it. Yeah. And I put on readers the other day. I'm like, well, it does really help. And she's like, no, it's interesting to watch your progression because she goes, when I went through it, and it, when it happens, it happens quick. Like it goes quickly. I've heard like, that too. Yes. Like you're all of a sudden going, what happened? Like, and I was able to come to the realization going, you know, okay, no, I can see distance just fine. It's not, a, it's not really an issue that way. And I'm like, well, it's such a small issue in life that you can buy readers at a drugstore. It's not like you go get a prescription, you know, have to go get your eyes checked and all that stuff. I need to do that anyways, just because it's been a couple of years. Might, might as well go get an eye check just to be safe. But I don't think it really has anything to do with that. I think I just want to do that for normal checkup of kind of thing yep. but yep. but so i actually went onto amazon and bought some readers you know like a five pack or whatever and and that are a little more manly because susan's are all girly and i would throw them on real quick to look at something it was kind of funny but it was uh but i just come to that so obviously i don't have anything that these people would need help on i just thought it was funny we we're talking about vision and that i literally have come to the realization that i need to wear them and it does help. And, and here's the funny part. Here's the best story about it, though. We're at, we went out today, and so we were at, I think, Target. And Susan was like, and I was sitting in the car before we got out of the car, and I was trying to read her something. She goes, your font on your phone is really small. I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I looked, right? And I went into the settings, and I realized that my font setting was on the very lowest setting. Like, it was far to the left, which is the smallest font. Not in right? the middle one that most people have? Exactly. And here's the best part, Or the part, default, right? I think it is? I think default is, like, the middle or one notch below middle, whatever. So, Well, let, let me look. You keep Yeah, what's yours? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You so keep, keep talking about it. I'll find mine it. was on the mine was on the bottom, so the the, the fall all the way to the left, the smallest font possible, right? And I then I moved it to the middle. And I moved it to the middle, and I got back out in my text message, and I went, "Hey, I can see that easily." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, "For years, I've had small font because I must have changed it, you know, years ago." And as yeah, I and it, and it phones, just moves as you go from phone to it, phone, yeah. right? It's yeah, right. You just keep going and going and going. And so I actually went to the middle, which I would consider probably average, and went, "Oh, that's easy. I can read that pretty decently." I mean, I, I definitely can't. I may still have to kind of hold it slightly away from my face and all. I, I'm getting older at this point, being going on 46, so it you know it's not abnormal to like have to start using reading glasses. But it was just so funny. And Susan was like, "I've been watching you do this for like a week. Like you're getting mad." And then she's like, "I, I think I did the same thing because you think you're going crazy." Or you think you're going literally blind, and you're like, you're not going blind. <laughs> you got readers on the drugstore or any CVS, whatever, you buy them. I mean, everybody has them. It's not like, you know, it's some chronic medical condition you can't see. You're not blind. Totally. <laughs> it was just funny, though. You have to come to that realization of of that. And, uh, yeah. It just okay, so, so I, I found it. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I had adjusted it sometime myself either, mm -hmm. although I likely did. There's seven notches. So including mm -hmm. the first and the last. I'm going there around myself. Real yeah, quick. so there's seven Display. notches. There we go. Okay. I was on the, so, okay, so there's seven, again, okay, seven, like I said, from one to seven. I was on notch right. three. Yeah, that's kind of where I, yeah, I was on notch one. Oh, you're all the way to the bottom. I was all the way to the bottom. And actually, actually, I put it on three and I can still see that pretty decently, but 
I did go to the middle, which is four. I think that's probably in the general range of where the phones come. It's either yep. three or four. So, but <laughs> the fact that I was so far to the left that I was on one, because I don't know, for some reason back in the day, I liked it. I didn't like the huge font on the felt, but the font was huge, so I yeah. reduced it. But again, you're right. It's been car- It's coming with me each phone upgrade because I don't change anything. And finally, you know, you're talking 10 years later, and I'm like, I can't see that. <laughs> so... I've oh had goodness. I've had lots of because my eyesight's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, without my contact lenses or glasses, I'm sure I'm, I'm useless. Like I I can't function. Right. And um, so it's funny that this conversation comes up because I've I recall like I've 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 done the laser eye surgery uh, mm-hmm. consultation, and there's mm-hmm. two there's two well like probably best known um, places in Vancouver to go and. I've been to both of them and, and each one of them, the doctor said, look, you know, I'm fortunate that I'm a good candidate, but they, they always said, you know, think of the, of this as a investment to 45 years old. So whatever it is, and if you're trying to figure out if you want to do it or not, and part mm-hmm. of it is the cost, cause sure. you know, it's not cheap. It was, um, you know, you just say, okay, if you're 35, say it's a 10 year investment. Because at 45, your eyes will change and you'll need, you know, you, you're not going right. to go back to revert or something, but you'll need the readers. Right. Sure. And, and um, so I, I always thought, so I never got it done because I'm very tolerant to contacts. Like, right. I'm fortunate that way. And then um, um, it's funny because I was talking with somebody else I know that is a few years older and it was at work. And this conversation came up the other day and he said, and his, his, his vision's approximately the same as mine. Mm-hmm give or take. And, and he's like, yeah. And about 45, boom, mm-hmm. there, there it went. And it's funny how, mm-hmm. and, it, and it goes. And, and then he's like, so I wear contacts, but I still wear, like I have readers as well. Right. Okay. Oh, I don't feel so Whatever, bad. whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. Like it's, yeah. I literally, well, here's, it's even funnier, but you'll, you'll appreciate this. I was talking to a friend of mine last night via text and I hadn't talked to her in some time. And I noticed that when she was texting me back, she was texting from an iCloud account. And I'm like, how come you're texting from an iCloud account? Because last time I checked, she didn't have an iPhone, right? You can tell the difference, obviously, blue or yep. green. That's text, right. right. Yep. Just curious. And she goes, oh, no, I, 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 you know, I went to the dark side. I got an iPhone. I'm like, okay, great, cool, right? And I'm like, and she said for accessibility. And I'm, and, and I'm like, accessibility, all phones are accessible. And she goes, I'm blind you idiot and i forgot that who i was talking to she actually is legally blind in one eye oh okay i forgot this right because i'm an idiot <laughs> but i said that and i said i said uh you true know, story you're very true she's like i'm a blind you idiot i'm like oh that's right i'm like yeah well, i start to lose my eyesight now too i have to use readers kid you not her text message that must be difficult for you <laughs> Must be, must, be fu- must be fucking she, horrible. She, 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 and of course, my response is, well, you know, combine the readers and the gray beard, it is fucking difficult. <laughs> but I, I still thought that was so funny. I could hear through the text messages that I could just hear that that must be difficult for you. Yeah, that must be, that must be horrible. <laughs> you so, poor, you poor but boy. yeah, but, but you know, and it's, I've kind of read it. It's like, hey, you're about your mid 40s. Like I said, it, 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 it just comes out of left field. And again, for a split second, and you, you said, I, I've not, I've had great vision my whole life. 
and it's and it's like so for me it's kind of like okay this is coming out of left field i feel like what the hell's going on right and then i just realized uh but on a pair of readers i'm good <laughs> but it's just like now i have to prepare now i have to prepare right because in our house in our kitchen we have a little i guess a vase type you know item it's not a vase but it i don't know what it is it, so susan has all her reader glasses we call it the awesome blossom from like outback steakhouse you know, <laughs> sure. awesome blossom. yeah 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 so we have the awesome we call it the awesome right blossom because all it is all it is is like 10 readers in this thing hanging off the edge and, you know because you need to walk by you need a pair of readers you grab them right so i bought like five pairs for myself and i put one in there i put one in my you know in my office i put one in my bathroom drawer i put one in my nightstand drawer and i put one in my car and i'm like oh my god i need to actually now i'm officially that guy now i have to have a pair of readers generally in some vicinity so i can grab it <laughs> you you gotta go and get yourself a pair of glasses mm-hmm. like actually go get like and like not a like drugstore no, off the right. fucking gra- like you right. gotta go to get yourself like a pair of glasses that are like really cool like I think like either like some either big fat black frames. Oh, I want those. Yeah, I like, like those ideas. Like 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 the fifties frames. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like man. the military ones. They call they used to call birth control. Ever seen those? You know the guys on the on the battlefield. All they had the glass guys all had that black frame glasses. They called them birth control. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I totally would do those. Totally, it'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Big at some fat. point, sure. Let's see. Let's yeah. That. Big, Big fat, black, horned, rim glasses. Okay, let's see what comes up. Something will come up that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. So I. Oh, there's a great pair. I'm gonna send you these. I have to check them out. Are they readers? No, but you. Can, but the thing is, you can get readers made. Right. Like, I'm sure your benefits would cover it, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we have some, yeah. We have benefits for uh, vision. But I know I don't need to, like, I know I don't need the full-on, you know, like I said, the full-on. I don't need, I don't have any distance issues. No, no, of course. So, no, I right. understand that. But right, I'm which saying, is great, but yeah. I'm but like, I'm, saying, I'm saying if you got a pair of, like, just awesome glasses. Oh, no, these are better. I found a better oh, one. I like those. Right? Heck yeah. People are, what the fuck? Just use your imagination, people. Black horn room glass. Think Buddy Holly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great exactly. call. Great call. Great call. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <gasps> these even save. These even say reading glasses. Oh, perfect. Okay, Because I actually know what, what I'm like 1.25 is, oh. the, is the, which is a low end of oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's the, fucking the nothing. spectrum. Dude, yeah. oh, <laughs> wait till you see these. These are fucking brilliant. These are like, um, what's his name? In uh, Ocean's 13. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are fucking, those, bad those are boys. dope. Dude, those are brilliant. They're so fucking good. Flat top, thick, uh, dude, these are awesome. Yeah, they're I so good. Those. Just think the possibilities. That's the best part. The possibilities. For See, the, yeah, and, and I think that like the cool thing is, you get something like this, and people don't think you're wearing readers. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, we went to breakfast this morning, and I mean, I was able to read the menu, but I mean, it was still yep. a little, like, it was still a little dicey, depending on that. But, right. But uh, it was just, it was hilarious coming into this, like, age thing, and I'm like, oh, my God. 
you know, like I can't like for I didn't tell it say anything to her for a while because it's been like about a month to two months. I've been kind of like, man, this is crazy. And then finally, <laughs> I said something, and she's like, she's like, well, good. And she's like, it's been interesting watching you go through it because she's like, I went. Through, she's like, I went through it myself. <laughs> A couple years ago, she goes, and now I know that that's just how you feel when it comes on. Like, you're just like, oh, my God. And you're like you said, it comes on and it just fast. It's like, boom, all of a sudden you're like, I can't see. Where did that come from? And then you think there's something immediately wrong, right? It's like, so, oh, my God. I was just, whew. Yeah. That was a close one. Was, yeah. <laughs> you're fine. You're good. You're good. You're but, just... hey, I was able to roll our be my eyes into that conversation that was Love a nice it. little segue you say it's like it's like you're a pro uh, somewhat amateur you know what maybe the pro. maybe the break was good for you yeah I, I i you said something the other night which was interesting for me as well i i did enjoy the break uh not and not in a way that i don't like it. it it was just i think it was nice to not think about it like right because we're just life yep. and you're doing other things and yeah you know, you just go about our normal stuff that goes on, and it was it was kind of nice just to take a little break. But the, of course, that's not like you said too. It's not a knock on when we're doing it. It's Certainly just it was kind of nice, and that's why I kind of got thinking about it for a second and said, you know, what if maybe we did this biweekly? I wouldn't, you know, because and the, my reasoning was was that not because I don't want to talk to you every week, but I think, okay, sure. well, no, yeah. I don't no, know, no, you know what I mean, but it's kind of like I'm thinking over a two-week span, number one, we might stumble into things to talk about because over a two-week span, you know, things come up and things happen. Um, and also, I don't know, I, I think sometimes, like, you do an episode, and let's say we get bogged into, like, whatever, let's say, okay, we, we, we can't do it till Tuesday or whatever, okay, because things, we got to shift and life happens, and then we do one on, say, Wednesday, and then you do a quick turn on Sunday, and it, I don't know, it just seems kind of overwhelming sometimes, right? So it's kind of like, if you, if we did it, like, twice a month, you know, instead of four times a month, roughly, that I, I don't know, I just think there's, like, a little space in between each one, too, and I don't know, maybe a little refresh well, and, and, as two weeks go by well right? we could even set it up. I, I agree mm -hmm. and 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 i and i totally totally appreciate where you're going with that i mm -hmm. think we i think if we did it like bi-weekly or like mm -hmm. i think the other thing too is that knowing that christy's schedule is also going to impact because mm -hmm. when she's doing a night shift i just i can't you right. know I, it's you know or, or, or even a day shift when sure. when she's got you know when i have the kids all day or something so we could sure. set it like every two weeks or say like hey mm -hmm. you know like we did one seven days ago, but we can do one now. It's five days later, and then we go 13 mm -hmm. days later. So I think we could, you know, even sort of space mm -hmm. it out a little differently that way. So I'm sure. I'm, to I'm totally on board okay. with that. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think we should we'll, we'll just kind of play it by ear. We're obviously going to continue to do them on a consistent basis. It's just, I, I think, going away from the, from the initial, I mean, our plan, which was great at the time, and we did it for six months, and it was great. It yeah, well, is the, I, I think you know, what we could do, too, is mm -hmm. also be – conscious of when we drop the episodes because say we're like hey it's thursday or friday right we can meet we can meet and we can we have we can have our talk but we don't need to drop if we drop it on a saturday i don't think it gets the traction with no we still drop it on a monday yeah yeah i would agree regardless of when we do it yeah uh, we, you know, we just hold on to it and wait and do it well that the thing is i can sense. edit it and it's got a it's got a scheduling mm -hmm. in the like simple cast yeah. as a scheduling i can just do yep. it then and just do it for the whatever the next monday morning is and actually sure. in this case this worked out well mm -hmm. you know we if we had done it last night would have been fine but sure. today and by the way I, I i didn't at the beginning wish you a uh, happy family day 
Oh, see, your, yours is family day today, and ours is President's, President's day. day. Yep. I was curious what yours was, and then I saw... Family day. I saw, actually, I have another friend on Instagram that's Canadian, um, and she posted um, something about family day today, and I went, oh, that must be what Eric's where, off for. Where does she that's, live? I don't know. I think Alberta, possibly. I don't talk to... I mean, we're just, like, Instagram cursory friends. Sure. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, I believe possibly Alberta. Um, but okay. when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I have actually three. <laughs> it's actually ironic. I actually have three people that I'm following on Instagram. Obviously, you, her, and there was one other person. So I have actually three people that I, again, I only converse with you. But I mean, the other two, yeah. it's all just posts and stuff like that. They're both up in Canada as well. So it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, and one, family- one is a, one I met. One I met from the Chive, the group, the Chive. Oh, there you go. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. Family Day is not, it's a provincial thing. Mm-hmm. And it's different. So it's, I know Alberta has a family day. They do. There's different ones. It, there's different holidays um, across the across the. Right. Well, I was I was curious because you'd said it yesterday. I'm off tomorrow, like you are, and I was like, oh, I wonder what their day is. Family like day. I knew, oh, yeah. and for me, because I don't work Mondays, I don't like today was not a holiday for me. I mean, it's a holiday, but it wasn't for me. I, I have today off, anyways. So I get a floating holiday that I obtain right, because yeah. I, you know, and, and we have people who work today and then they get a floating holiday. So I still get a day. It's just, it's rare that Susan and I have a Monday off together. So we, like, we got off today and then we went and we took Kai in for his comprehensive at the vet and we dropped him off and then we went out to breakfast and then we went out to Ikea to look for some possibly new dining chairs, right, kind of thing. Ooh, and Ikea. I know, right? The, the Swedes. The Swedes. So, you, know what, you know what I've totally obsessed with, with speaking of furniture and mm. and actually just whatever i've always been a huge fan but lately i just i go you know go you go waves of things that you want to look at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the mid-century modern yes furniture. i saw some of the, your posts on the, the recently today actually on some of the homes yeah I love I, that love that look oh. love it well because i just found a, a um and actually, if you go on, I think my latest post, I think I actually mm-hmm. did. Is that the one with it. the old car in the in the driveway? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the car, uh, no, the but 50s I get it. car. But I get why yeah. it would be sitting there. But sure. that house is a. Um, and actually, mm-hmm. I, I I credited the the page that I pulled it from. It's mm-hmm. just called Mid Century Home. But if you go to that page, oh, oh. now there is a few modern ones that are actually like. Um, like modern interpretations of the mid-century, but mm-hmm. most of them are actually from the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, some of them are just fantastic. They look, and here's the thing, the, the architecture, now of course it's modern, but it also kind of looks like pseudo base housing for military. Yeah, well, because it's 50s. It's because it's the right, 50s, it, right? right? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. It's that, it's that um, the, the post-war homes and mm-hmm. you know post-war homes were looked like that and yep. you know like you know the base housing was sort of like that but there's 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 a couple in here that are just like fantastic i'm a huge fan of that style of architecture mm-hmm. we Very used to live huge. before we moved into our house here yeah we rented a we rented a, a property it was on old military it was a military housing community in Sacramento, and yeah. we had the the house was great. I mean, it had hardwood floors, and it had this really cool vaulted ceiling with mm. like windows that are one side of the house is all windows yep. in the backyard. Yeah, just 
beautiful. It was a and really when you, cool. When you house. see vaulted, was it the sort of? The, mm-hmm. It's not true A frame, but was it the one right. where it peaked? Yes. Okay. It was a peaked up. Yep. Exactly. So sort of like a pseudo A frame, right? Like it kind of yeah. goes up to a like a like a really flat A shape, almost, right? Somewhat. Something and, like and that. And then yeah. like all windows on that side. Yep. Oh, right in that looked out in the back. Oh, love it was that. so cool. Love, it was love it. one of the coolest old houses because it was all like I said. It was and you could tell it was definitely a house that officers lived in because of course you know because they got the nicer digs. Yep. Um, but it was definitely a, it was just a really really cool house uh, in terms of that. So. Kind of like some of your posts lately, like when you've I've seen them, have kind of reminded me mm-hmm. a little bit of that that style, right? The the really more the shape, not you know the the accoutrements, as you could say. You know that are. Well, I know that there, the only, and I don't know very much about architecture or architects, but I know that one of them is Frank Lloyd Wright, and I know that mm-hmm. he is a famous mid-century yep. modern architecture. Like he's the only one I know, and probably because he's. Yeah. One of the most famous Americans. He has, he has one in Arizona. That's a big thing for people yes. to go visit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I lived yeah. out there, and I did. I got out there once. It was beautiful. Super cool stuff. Yeah. Hey. Very very. Cool. I just got a text. I will be mm-hmm. back in a. Give me one minute. Sure. No worries. You got to hold, hold it down. I always leave I you to hold things down. I'm the glue. Yeah. <laughs> that is a true story. Okay. I'll All be right. super fast. Go for it. Alrighty. I don't know if anybody's out there listening while we're on this quick break, but yes, getting old is a bitch between having to wear reading glasses to getting gray in the beard to aching when you have to get out of a chair. I tell you, and worry about not wanting to turn too quickly one way or the other, tweak your back. They don't warn you about this stuff as a kid. Like, they won't tell you this is the way it's going to fucking be. Yeah, they need to do that. They need to sit us down in school and say, here's the things you're going to need to know. Okay? First is, you know, we need to teach you how to do your taxes. You know, not math we'll never use. At least most of us. You know, you need to teach us, you know, what it's going to be like when you get old older here's what you can expect what they didn't tell you is when men get older and they get gray women like it they never told you that did they no they didn't and i can tell you it is a fact i don't know what it is but apparently when men age and get gray they get distinguished so i don't make the rules i just enjoy them but seriously Things that we're going to actually use in life down the road, you know, like, I don't know, how to how to do multitasking things, uh, you know, or how to text in the car, not crash your car, even though you shouldn't, please don't do it. But the big thing in school is like, he teaches how to do our taxes. You know, let's just figure out how to do that. How do you fill out these things? Where does this come from? What is, you know, all that stuff that we would use later on down in life? So... But yes, other than that, on the aging process, as we all get older and uh, headed toward that inevitable road of old age. I technically like to think I'm middle-aged, but that would mean I'd be like living till I'm 90, because I'm at 45, going to be 46. 45 right now. I'm, I'm at my midlife to be at 90. Hopefully I make it that long. We'll see. 
All right. All right. I don't know. What, what were we talking about? I, I, I just sat in silence for the past minute and a half to two minutes. Dead air. Always great yeah. for broadcasting. I know, right? Did you see on my Instagram, I also posted a picture of a Tesla Model 3? Yes, I did. Okay. So a couple things about that one. <clears throat> like I want I, I a Tesla so bad. So we'll see mm-hmm. if I ever get one. So, so <laughs> Susan wants one really bad too. Oh, so a oh yeah. so yeah. couple things about that Tesla. Mm-hmm. So bring it up. And I'll, and I'll, there's, there's, I'm there's, going there right now. So a couple things. Number one, their color choices suck balls. Yeah. And other than white, you have to pay for any of the colors. Mm-hmm. So if and when I get one, I'm only going to get the white. Because, I don't mind this gray though. The silver okay, looks But that's nice. not Tesla's. Oh, that is, that's oh, a, okay. that's a wrap. Oh, someone did it. Oh, I got it. Okay. It's a wrap. Sure. Okay. And you can get you can get those wraps done for under a thousand dollars. Oh, okay. That's good. So first of all, it's a, like a satin, which I'm a huge fan of the matte satin colors. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. Oh yeah. And number two, so look at the wheels, the tires. Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you see how there's the the writing on them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this, and I generally know stuff about custom cars a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like that, you just paint that. You just paint the 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 name. You you don't buy them like that. Hmm. Like you literally just get like a tire paint mm-hmm. and paint them yourself. So I'm totally. I love. I don't know. What, what do you think of that? With it written with it. So I think it's cool. So, so for people that are listening, if you go to my Instagram or if you just, it's a satin Tesla, like a satin colored gray, mm-hmm. nice kind of middle gray kind of color. Sure. And the black wheels that are really low profile, the name, which is their Nexon tires, the person painted them yellow, like just the name, with black rims. I don't know. I think it looks just, I think it pops so good. Yeah, it's great. I like that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a great looking car. Heck yeah. And and the thing is, Somebody, like, uh, yeah. and good wraps. I've seen, like, I've seen good ones. You can get a good wrapped on on a car of that size for about a thousand dollars, which makes sense because I mean, think about it: how much would it cost you, you know, to go take any car for that matter? Yeah. Know, let's just say into a paint shop and have them painted a completely different oh. color. It's going to cost you about, you know, no, three, you know like three, four thousand yeah. dollars. Exactly. Least. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's actually ridiculously cheap, comparatively speaking. It is. It is. And if in a year or two you want to change it. Well, you can. Exactly. Just like that. That's And, and it's like a day's work. Yeah, um, that's a great idea. It's a, it's a great idea. Oh, yeah. And uh, and there's a company that does our wraps for my company's vehicles. Mm-hmm. So I bet you I could give them to give me a good deal. Go, oh, go probably. Talk to you got to work that angle. Yeah. And here's and here's you're the all thing. you're all. I work for the company, and, and you're bragging about it later. I could hear the conversation. Yeah, I totally work for the company, and so I got that thousand dollar cut down to. Nine ninety eight. Nine ninety seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm <all> ballin'. <laughs> so I know that like okay, so so if you get a Tesla model three okay, hold on. Let's see. Tesla model three. Because mm-hmm. obviously it can't fucking ex- can't afford an S. I'd buy God, an S. No. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. A Tesla model three. 
Let's see. I just what I want to look up is how much the paint. I can't remember. It's like sixteen hundred or two thousand dollars. I can't remember what the uh, the number is mm -hmm. to upgrade your. Bum, bum, ba, da, okay, hold on. Um, where do I start to anyway, exterior? There we go. Yes, so pearl white is included. Mm -hmm. Black is thirteen hundred dollars. Their midnight silver metallic, which is not mm -hmm. not as nice as the one I showed you, is. 1300 the blue 1300 the red red multi-coat 2600 mm. and the thing is if you want to go to their wheel package their 19 inch wheels is two thousand mm. dollars whereas yeah. like those ones i that are on that uh -huh. are, are 20 inch rims uh -huh. and i don't know you probably about two grand too the only thing that 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 i i would maybe is the interior and get the interior in white. And I like light interiors. Right. I like the I can the, see that. the cream interior, but it's well, it's not too bad. It's thirteen hundred bucks to go to white. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. The autopilot though, that's where I would uh give the extra money. Because there's autopilots included. Mm-hmm. Autopilot in enables your car to steer, accelerate, brake automatically for other vehicles and pedestrians within its lane. Right. Okay. Full self-drive. Navigate autopilot, obviously. Automatic driving from highway on-ramp to the off-ramp, including interchanges and overtaking slower cars. Auto park, which, you know, a lot of cars have the parallel. Mm -hmm. Right. But it also has perpendicular, so they'll put you into, like, regular spots. Oh, nice. And summon. Have you ever seen summon? Uh-uh. So What's that? there's a guy I used to work with. In um, like he still like I still works for the company, but he works at the downtown. When you say office. summon, like you're outside of the car and you do it, and he comes to you. Yeah, like, like at summon, the, like at the parking lot, like <gasps> like like you can be at the front of the store, uh -huh. and you just press the button and it comes to you. Oh, that's freaking awesome! Like it pulls out of the parking. Like so, the guy mm -hmm. I know he has um, he has a an account called Olaf the Tesla. Uh huh. It's just obviously an Instagram on just sure. his. His, 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 Tesla his, his, his Tesla named Olaf. Oh, his Tesla named Olaf. So one day on his Instagram story, like over like three whatever, it showed the car come out of the spot and it like waited for the like the car to drive by. It comes down like the lane where all the cars were. And then there's like, like you know, when you're at the front of like a Walmart, I, I don't know where they right. were, but let's say Walmart. And there's like the main area where people are kind of going back and forth, right? But right, like yeah. right in front of the store. Uh -huh. And, and it's so funny because it's like, it's either his mom or his mother-in-law, I can't remember. And she's like this little Filipino lady. She's like, Olaf, hi, Olaf's coming. <laughs> and like, so like the car is coming down the aisle and then it stops and turns on its signal light mm -hmm. and then comes and stops right in front of them. Oh, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. That is pretty cool. I'll give you that. Yeah. I love And I love the uh, description on Tesla's website. Summon uh -huh. your parked car. We'll come find you anywhere in a parking lot. Period. Really. Period. <laughs> it actually says really. Like we're not. We're not kidding. Yeah, and I've I've seen it. Like it's a nine thousand dollar option though. Well, sure. For the full self driving, but mm -hmm. it's like if you're gonna do it, fucking if you're gonna get a car do like it. that, do it. Do it. Yeah, don't go half ass. If you're gonna do that, do it go all the way. Go full ass. <laughs> go full ass. 
Go full ass. Go full ass. So let's see. If you got it with just the black interior, because that's actually what I would do. I wouldn't spend the extra money. Mm-hmm. And just so, and then okay, and then like I said, I would do with just the base white because I'm going to wrap it. The base wheels because I'm going to buy my own wheels that are better than their shitty wheels. Mm-hmm. And then with autopilot added, let's see, select option. The purchase price Canadian is sixty five. Hmm. And that has, that's with the um, uh, the standard range plus. There's long range and performance, but the standard range gives you for approximately four hundred and two kilometers. So that's about three hundred miles range. Oh yeah, but that's you know for what you use your car for mostly. 300 mm-hmm. kilometer, 300 mile range, 400 kilometer range. That's a lot. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I, I don't, I barely drive 500 miles a month. Sure. Like, yeah. Like that's oh, pr- like probably not yeah. even close, right? Yeah. It's about, that's like the max. I, if you average out my usage on my truck, it's, it's going to be, so I was 2012. So it's going to be eight years old in May. I have like 46,000 miles in eight years. So it's like, it's like averaging 500 and, 20 miles a month and two of those years out of the eight i commuted to like my before i worked from home so but the commute was only like 30 minutes it wasn't like i drove an hour but it was so still take take half of that as i was commuting some of it at the time at least for certain amounts so yeah it's it's like nothing the only (laughs) thing that they don't have in here is that you would want to um install charger in your house Mm mm-hmm yeah you can see that. We see, we're having chargers pop up all over the place. I mean, she was in the Target parking lot today, and there was charging stations. Oh, they're, I mean, they're everywhere here. Like, yeah. every parking lot has a charger. But, I mean, at home, right? Like, you want to charge right. it at home. So right, I, sure. I, I, I wonder, I should look it up. Because I saw, I saw a company driving into my neighborhood, um, that was like it's i can't remember the name of the company but it said we install car. like it was specifically they are a, a, a car charger installation company okay that makes sense what what a, there's a business to jump on eh? oh sure heck yeah oh yeah why wouldn't you well i know um there was a uh, a guy i know there was a guy who um at work built like he just built a house last year mm-hmm. whatever and he was saying that part of his um uh part of the the code in ruffins mm-hmm. your the garage was required to have uh, a ruffin for car charging so you, you don't have to you didn't have to install it obviously but there had mm-hmm. to be it had to be there available so that's current right. code now in homes. Nice. I mean, well, it, makes, it makes sense, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we have um, just like also included, I mean, we figure with, you know, when you buy homes here now and, and you can get the solar option and you actually have the separate, like if you don't buy the separate backup, yep. then if obviously the power goes out, then it's it's useless. You know, if yeah. you don't have a backup, that's right. You could you could be on solar where you're where you're obviously paying next to nothing 
for your cost, but if your power goes out and you don't have that original setup back up, that's right, which is like a five thousand dollar cost just to do it, then it's useless at that point for you. So if yep. you're gonna do it, you might as well spend the five grand for the extra to have the the backup capability because not only are you paying less for power, period, you're you have backup when the power goes down, like where we have the the the, the PG and E shutoffs here, you, we would be up and running, no problem. Yep. So. What do you think yeah. of the Cybertruck? Uh, uh, doesn't look very good. I know some people like it, but I, I don't like it. I like it because it's different. Yeah. I yeah. don't know that I would buy one. If that, if that, if that sort of differentiation makes sense. Yeah. Like it's it does, cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's so different. It's cool. Like it. It's. You know, people go, oh, look at this car. It's like, it's so, uh, it's so modern. Or It's like, nah, it's not. But this one, but the Cybertruck actually is. Oh, yeah. The Roadster's crazy. I think the Roadster's awesome looking. And it's so fast. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's so, oh, yeah. Well, first of all, well, have you, have you, not, have you seen the Roadster? No, I haven't seen the Roadster. Okay, so just Google Tesla and then like go to tesla.com and then you know it has the the vehicles and go to the Roadster. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and it's so fast at the zero to sixty in two seconds. Oh goodness! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow! And it's they're already saying it'll do over four hundred kilometers an hour. So I don't know what that is in freaking. For yeah. Tesla, Tesla. I don't know what that is in dinosaur, but hold on, I'll Where's look at the Tesla. D- just Tesla dot com. No, okay, I sorry, I, was... I want Tesla. It took me to the U.S. one again. Oh, I want Tesla U.S. Hold on, it keeps. Let's have a look here. Don't take. I want to go to just. I want to go to U.S. You find it? Sorry, I was I was texting my mom instructions on how oh. to copy a text. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I know. Uh, okay. I so knew you'd. I knew you'd like that. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Tesla. Okay, I'm gonna go. Want them, so mine uh, keeps taking me to the the Canadian site. So solar roof energy shop. Where's model? Uh, I got model S, model three, model X, model Y. Where's I don't see Roadster. Does it not say Cybertruck and then Roadster? No, it doesn't have any. Oh, options. mine mine has all those. And then huh. and then energy. I got I got model Y. No, yeah, we only have. Let me go back. Uh, let me try here. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. That's weird. I'll go back here. It's not like There's... it's not like we can order them ahead of you. No, I know. That's why I'm going here. I got model last model. Then I got solar roof, solar panels, energy exists existing inventory, used inventory, find us, support shop. More. Let's go shop. What does that say here? Maybe that. Uh, what do we got? Shop wall connector accessories. No, I don't see the truck. Men's apparel. Hmm, there you go. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> not what I needed. Just, just Google Tesla 
Tesla.com Roadster. Tesla. Just go Tesla.com slash Roadster. Hundred bucks says they'll take you to it. Tesla.com slash Roadster. Oh, there it is. So first of all, good looking car. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. That is nice. And, and of course it's nice. Does, yeah. does it have the specs that shows? Oh, I'm looking over here. No, page. <laughs> when Tesla.com Roadster, and it, says, and it took me to the Tesla actual website saying 404, page not found. Oh. So, <laughs> so I'm just going off a picture now at this point. So, so what do I have here? It says acceleration zero to zero to sixty in two point one seconds. It says it'll, it'll it'll do quarter mile in under nine seconds. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Top speed over four hundred k. Hey Siri, what is four hundred kilometers in miles per hour? That's, <laughs> yes, that's why I, that's why I asked you, Siri, to do the conversion for me. Mm. Well, hold on. Hey Siri, convert four hundred miles per hour. No shit, I didn't do it. Hey Siri, convert four hundred kilometers per hour to miles per hour. There we go. Two hundred and forty-eight miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hey Siri, convert ten thousand newton meters to foot pounds of torque. Pounds and meters are not compatible. I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to find out what his torque is because it's only got a newton meters here. F off with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, fuck off, eh? Yeah, fuck <laughs> off, eh? I will say this: the range is over six hundred miles. That's its oh, range. Right. That's oh, crazy. That's, God, that is that's crazy. But what's the well, base? Your, what's the base price? Price? Ninety k, hundred k? No, 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 no. A, a Model S top end is like in Canada is like one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, um, so I look at so. See, tell me if you can determine what these pricing mean, okay? Mm-hmm. There's four prices. Well, one of them I understand, but then the next two I don't. Okay. Base price, 257000 Okay. Base reservation, 64000 Okay, I understand that. That's what they want mm-hmm. to reserve it, right? Mm-hmm, sure. Founders series price. What's a founder series? No idea. No. The first one. What is the what's the price? Three twenty two. Founders series price. It must be a special edition. Must be. And then it says Founders Series Reservation. Mm-hmm. Full price. You gotta give them the full pop. Three twenty two. Thousand yeah. reservations available. What a good looking car. All right. People are done with oh, the cars. And it does it does mm-hmm. seat four. Oh, yeah, well, there it says you the, have fir- it. the first supercar to set every performance record and still fit seating for four. That means you can drive it along with three of your hoes. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's one of my favorite cars for its seating is uh, the McLaren F1. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But you know the seating in that one? Mm-mm. What is it? Two. Google it. Google McLaren, McLaren F1 seating. See if you can find a video of getting. I, Google on YouTube or search 
getting in and out of McLaren F1. F1 seating. See, see if you can find a video. Let's see. Holy Lord. Look at that thing. All right, it's a video. Sorry. Pardon me. McLaren F1. Uh, it's getting, got it's got the goofiest. Getting in, we'll go videos here. It's how not to get into a McLaren? That's the one thing. Here's what McLaren's car. This guy says how. Oh, let me watch. This guy's doing it. How not to get into it? So let's take a peek at that. That's gotta show me. What do we got here? Let's see. People are like, this is the most boring podcast ever. Well, it happens. Follow along, folks. Exactly. I'm trying to scroll along here. It's a 10-minute video, so I'm trying to get to the point where we actually see him get in the car. It's pretty funny, actually. It's not easy. No, it doesn't look like it from what I'm seeing here. Okay, so here's this. Oh, God, that looks uncomfortable. Well, do you see why, though? Yeah. You have to get in and like, turn to the side? Yeah, but why? Well, it's yeah. A, it's it... a three-seater. Yeah, and, exactly. And where's the driver's seat? In the middle. And, oh, my God, that's weird. And the, and the two other seats sit just a bit back. So it's like mm -hmm. driver's seat, and then the passenger seats are actually like behind the driver's shoulder. Mm. So they're not all in line. It's like getting into a spaceship. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah, they're going to launch you into space. Have you? Uh, <laughs> so there's some cars <laughs> that are super funny, right? That yeah. are like that. Another one that's really funny is you remember the Lamborghini Countach, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that the instructions for the Lamborghini Countach for you to back up actually? And I'm like, they were actually to open the door, s like slip out and look mm -hmm. behind you. Like, like you get your body outside of the vehicle to back up. Hmm. <laughs> it's fucking, it's so funny. That's funny. Cause, cause that you makes total sense. Well, yeah, because it was like basically no rear window. Well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see, Lamborghini. I'm gonna see if I can find a video of it. How to back up a Lamborghini Countach? Because it's like the funny. Like, yes, you have to, like hang your hit your ass out of the car. Oh, that's awesome. But I, my guess is, if you're driving a Lamborghini Countach, nobody's gonna give two shits that you're hanging out, backing up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and nor would you. <laughs> Well, especially now, if you have a if you have a Lamborghini Countach, it's like you actually you have a oh here it is I found a great one I'll send it to you mm -hmm. um, yeah I mean if you have a Lamborghini Countach now that's a that's a that's a almost forty year old car right yeah and it's oh, like yeah. classic supercar now oh here sure. you go here you go check this one out so this this was this is Chris Harris from um, the old the original Top Gear. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's check it out. So if you go to 26 seconds and then watch from there. 
It's so good. So let's see here. Okay, we got There's 25, 20. Okay. It's so good. This is like the legit way you're actually supposed to back it up. Okay, here we go. One cheek up there. Yeah. It's so good. That's the legit way. God, that's still such a good looking car. Oh, it's so cool. I would like, you know what? Like, if, if I win the lottery, that's like, it, and, and like one of the older cars I might buy, that might be one of them. Yeah. That and the, uh, you got you to gotta go with the old school Ferrari Magnum PI as yeah. well. The 302. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Quality. <laughs> they call that quality. Yeah. In Scotland, quality means great, basically. Quality. Yeah. Quality. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, so we've gotten through a few top, have we? We got through the, the okay, Kobe. Let's talk about Kobe. Yeah. Sad. Very sad. Yeah, simply sad, of course. That's, it's, it's sad that anyone it. dies at such a young age. He's sure. 41. 41 with his daughter. And these other, you know, uh, there was parents, other, think, yes. other parents. Was, and, and, yeah. and I think, was there, it was just parent. Was there another younger person? Yes. There was one, right? One I think two? one. There was another, yeah, there was a couple people besides that, but there was another family. It was the husband, wife, and their child, and they left two children behind. Yeah. So and they were and so the, this and they were the older two that of the one that was with them, yeah, you know and then uh, and that was I think I not sure if I think that was the guy who was the um, coach a baseball coach. coach yeah 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 you know, he, it was he and his wife and their daughter yeah yeah and it's just I mean it's terrible um, yeah. you know and and I think there's the recency I mean he's he's only just. Yeah, retired a just couple retired years a ago. Couple, like four years ago or something yeah. like three, four years ago. Not not very long ago. And and I get it. You know, he played for the Lakers for twenty years, won five championships. Sure, he had yeah. a he had what, a couple MVPs. Yeah, multiple MVPs. Yeah, multiple MVPs. Um, you know, Finals MVP. I think at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because you know. Everyone knows I'm a sports fan and work, and then, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, I'm like, you know, like it's terrible they died. I understand his impact on the game for a lot of people, but I was like, meh, you know, like I actually didn't like him as a player. And people are like, what? And I'm like, I've warmed up to him, I think, in past years. But mm-hmm. for me, the interesting thing is, so I'm a Boston Celtics fan. If you mm-hmm. ask me, like, what basketball sure. team I'm a fan mm-hmm. of, but as a kid, like. Growing up, I was a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. and I was a Magic Johnson fan, big mm-hmm. time. Sure. And I actually switched when the whole da 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 went with, you know, Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. That put me off so much, and I just I never was a big fan of his sort of his style of sort of, you know, pass second mm-hmm. sort of like. Mm-hmm. And I and I realize too that when you look at the stats, that that doesn't actually bear out. But it's impression, right? Sure. Um, and also the whole thing with him and that woman in Colorado, mm-hmm. just 
never sat well with me. Sure. So I actually abandoned ship of the Lakers mm-hmm. and went over to the Celtics. And of course, that's, you know, that's literally the enemy. Sure, of course. Like in basketball, you know, especially coming out of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And 90s, like Celtics, Lakers, like Johnson Bird, right? Like right. that was the the big thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, you know, I don't have a lack of respect for him as a player or something. I just, it was never a fan. I was never a fan of Kobe sure. as, a, as a basketball player. So, but a terrible, like terrible, terrible circumstance, obviously. Well, for me, and, and keep in mind, for me, you know, my team being the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. That during the Kings time where they were at least relevant, was in that 99 to 2004 range and they were just going back and forth with LA. It was, you know, Shaq and Kobe and Vlade and Weber and it was it was this so, you know, for as a player standpoint, I hated him because he was so good. I mean, I hated sure. him, right? Yep. Um uh, and of course, you know, the same thing with me, you know, the whole Colorado incident didn't sit well with me either, but I already didn't like him anyways, because he's on the Lakers, right? We didn't like the Lakers. So there was a lot more to it. I warmed up to him as a player as, as age has gone by, just because of how good he was. He really was. Um, but it was, yeah, for me, so I've always been a little tainted by that. But, you know, looking back, you know, you look back at now more of, I think Colin Cowherd did a great bet on it. And it was like a five minute. He was talking about it right after it happened, and he, and and I, it kind of encapsulates why it kind of hit a lot of people hard. It didn't hit it didn't hit me hard because I'm not really a Lakers fan. Yes, and I'm not. A, and I like NBA basketball to a point, but I'm not like just driven by NBA basketball. So I mean, I'm looking at it from an aspect of you know, it's unfortunate. You know, he's a young man still. You know, his child was there as well. I mean, yeah. there's just so many things involved in it. Um. You know, I always looked at it from a situation here that, and kind of the way it is, whatever happened in Colorado, you know, his wife stood by him. That's her right to do. Totally. And seemingly, uh, seemingly, ever since then, there was not an issue. So I, I look at it and say that's not for me to, you know, to, to judge personally on. Um you know, that's, that's, they're, they're clearly, they were happy then in, in their lives. And I feel terrible. I do for her just in the aspect of oh, everything that's unbelievable, happened. But, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things too. It's like, it wasn't uncommon. Like, you know, he choppered all the time to games. Yeah. He, he apparently flew all the time. Tons. Yeah. Well, and it was made sense because where he lived in LA, if, if he drove to the Staples Center, it would have been like a two hour commute. Yes. So he would, he would, I want to say they had a helipad on top of the Staples Center. For him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think they had one there anyway, probably. Or, or it was, right. yeah, like, right. it was like, had to be there because of, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it made sense. So it, it also made, and they were going to a basketball tournament game. And I'm sure this was not the first ride these people had been on with them. I probably mean, not. It, it clearly was a common occurrence. And it was just an unfortunate set of events, you know, that happened. And I, I, you mark my words though, they will change the the regulation, aviation regulations, because this this helicopter is not required to have the ground altimeter. You know, like how far you are from the ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I always thought that's kind of strange because, I mean, wouldn't you really want to know that? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, but I, again, I, you know, again, 
and also well, what, what you know, do we what do we know about flying helicopters so nothing <laughs> i've been in one once but i mean other than that it's it's you know you look at it and and you mark right well, something's going to happen they'll say you need to put them in there and that that's fine you know but it's just one of those things where it's like like in a helicopter even though they're really cool like we rode one up in alaska when they took us up to a glacier it was on an excursion for a cruise and you go in this little chopper, and it, they take you up there, and it's it's really fun to be in. I mean, it's very calm. It's yep. very, in, you know, it's very interesting. It's surreal. It's not like it being a jet plane, right? A regular airplane. So you're you're you know you're just kind of fl- it's like you're floating. You don't really feel like you're flying. You know, it's kind of weird. But the problem with helicopters is, you know, with a plane. Now granted, there's plenty of situations where planes have crashed terribly. But you know, if a plane loses power, there's still some ability to coast, depending on the scenario. You know, you have an issue in a, in a chopper, it, it gets pretty dicey very quickly, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's yeah. it, you know, but the whole thing, I understand people's shock of it all. It is definitely sad, um, you know, just in general uh, of sports world when that happens. And it is sad to see somebody that was still, I mean, 41, younger than me. I mean, 41. And you forget that that's younger, Colin Coward. younger than me. Yeah. Co- Colin Coward talked about that. See, Kobe grew up. We grew up watching Kobe grow up. Yes. You know, he was a key. We, we, he was actually, he said something interesting. He said he was a basketball player longer in his life than he was not a basketball player. Yes. Because right. he started, he was, you know, meaning to use pro at what, 18? 18. And, yeah. and he then he graduated. Played 20 years. Yeah. Right, 20. So, so 38. And so you, so yeah, that, so not only you saw him grow up, you know, being a young kid into, a much different person, you know, and, and that's that's why I think people feel a, a big loss because we watched so people in general watched him grow up into a into a man and into like just uh, you know I didn't know Kobe. I'm not you know I don't live in L.A. I don't know about his background. I do know he was very active in the community. Yes, very. I do know yep. many, there were many many people that had come forward that are neighbors of his, you know, and that had said he's just that, that he's like one guy talked about, he was in an accident, you know, and Kobe was the first person to stop. And there's you know, a like, just, there's just, even video or pictures of that. Yeah. That yeah. One, and yeah. just saying he was the first guy. And he said, not only that, when I saw him afterwards, he would ask me how I'm doing about that. Like just a very, very different person. I think than like, we always see Kobe as like the fiery competitor, right? Yep. Cause that's what he was that's honestly and then the great ones are i mean his, his drive you know was amazing sure. in terms of that but i don't he wasn't the same person that way like like uh, you're learning outside of that he was quite quite a bit different personally you know right from a from a human standpoint <laughs> right so i thought that was very interesting you know in terms of that it's, so it's interesting it's, in regards to the nba mm-hmm. i was thinking about this the other day and there's something I feel that's a little unfortunate, and and not he not that he shouldn't be recognized for well, sure. what right. he did for the NBA and what he did for players and stuff. But right. you know, there's there's this recency that's going on. So you know, Ben, there's all these people that are you know outpouring of love for him, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what he did for the NBA. Everyone says, and all you know, mm-hmm. on and on. And 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 what I'm going to comment on, I don't think is to to take away from what he did mm-hmm. or contributed to the sport and that league. Sure, but there's a bit of an unfortunate thing, and that is all these accolades are now being sort of posthumously mm-hmm. being showered on. I mean, just recently the All Star Game 
mm-hmm. MVP award was They're renamed. Was, him, yeah, yeah, they renamed it to him. It was you know it was given away yesterday to Kawhi Leonard, which by the way the All Star game was great yesterday. I don't know if you watched yeah. it. It was fantastic. Um, I, yeah, that, I didn't see the game. I saw that the the Kings guard won three point contest. That's what I heard. The All Star game yeah. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I heard it was good. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Anyway, mm-hmm. super competitive for the last quarter. Um, like uber competitive, like real, like real time competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. But here, here's here's an example of a player I think that deserves as much or more of love in regards to what he contributed to the NBA, but mm-hmm. won't get it. And that's Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. So Bill Russell's still alive. He's is he eighty? Mm-hmm. Probably around there. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. you know you know he has what, 10, 11 championships? But more importantly, the guy came up in the 50s and 60s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what he contributed to breaking color barriers right? and what he famously, if you, he was, you know, like the press didn't like him because he went through so much shit during mm-hmm. his time as a player being a black man Mm-hmm. And 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 breaking a barrier that, you know, like he was, it was it was apparently horrible. And right. you think what he did to bring the NBA to being the number two sport in because is is it the number two? Yeah, it would be number two yeah. after football, right? Right, correct. Yeah, you know, I, I, I depending on how you're measuring it, we'll just we'll just say that for now. It's it's. I think you could go baseball or or or. or NBA. It, it yeah, and it, it depends on how you're measuring it, right? Like right. regionally, baseball is bigger in in like you know like the Dodgers in in LA are probably sure. bigger than the Lakers. Right. Globally, oh, though, it's it's yeah, and it, and again, it, you know, like it depends on how you measure it, right? Like, right. There's more money in baseball. There's no doubt about that. Sure. Um. Anyway, blah blah blah. It's it's a very elevated sport, and a guy like Bill Russell carried that sport through the 50s and the 60s. Um, and and as a black man, went through way more than any Kobe or Magic or Michael or mm-hmm. any of those players did. LeBron, et cetera. Yeah. LeBron, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But because when he passes away, no player would have... How many players in the NBA know Bill Russell personally? Probably very few. Right, yeah. How many know, would consider him a friend? I don't know how many, but it's even fewer. Right, yeah. right. Whereas, like Kobe was close with a lot of players, and you know had probably right. met almost half of the NBA, if not more. Right. You know, currently you know, three quarters, eighty, ninety percent, right? Because they they played with them. It wasn't that long. Right. There's a recency, right. right? Sure. Yeah. And it's it's a bit unfortunate, I think, when you when you consider a guy like Bill Russell, because he probably contributed more to to be for the NBA being where it's at than Kobe ever did. Oh sure. So you know, and and again, that's that's a you know, Bill's lived a life to a, a great age, and on and on. Right. And it's t- it's tragic that you know Kobe died at a young age. You know, it's it's horrible, and his daughter at the same time, and you know, oh, like yeah. all the whole story, right? But it just did again. My commentary is just about you know that's you know it's unfortunate he gets all this stuff thrust upon him, whereas a guy like Bill Russell won't see the same sort of. Right. Right. You know, well, right. I think I and I, you know, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head in the beginning. They're saying though, just because of the circumstances, yeah, uh, and 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 the the you know that that's going to create 
this. Yep. You know, if totally. this was, if this was, if this was, you know, forty years from now, you know, and Kobe's Bill 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 Russell's age, 80, 80 81, whatever, right? right. Yeah. Yep. You know, and passed away in his sleep or, or of an illness or whatever at, or, at eighty five or, hey, or whatever, e- even in a chopper accident, right? But yeah, at eighty five. But but yeah. it's because of the fact that he was so young when he yes. died. Yeah. And, and how recent he had just retired, it's yes. going to seemingly have a greater impact immediately. Whereas I think what you're saying, which makes sense, is Bill Russell's a far... And it, you're not saying Kobe's not great. You're saying of that Bill Russell's yep. impact was more significant, and he's probably going to receive less of the outpouring and league-wide memorials. He'll get them, but... It won't feel as as what this feeling like of some sort of important loss right now. Yep. Whereas, again, it's not a diminishment to Kobe. Kobe's a Hall of Famer. That's not even a question. Like, of course, no zero question. Um, and definitely earned from his playing and his you know that definitely as well as to be up there as the top probably five ever you know to play. Um, well warranted. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just think in terms of impact, you know, yeah. He Kobe came up through an NBA that was allowed because of what Bill Russell did, and in a more progressive society in NBA, right? And yep. so I, I agree. I, I agree that the overall impact, um, yeah, it is. It's but yeah, unfortunately, when 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 things happen so quickly, you know, it's not like you know Willie Willie Mays or somebody who's you know, in their late 80s and 90s. Right. And they're, you know, your health starts failing and they pass. You're like, okay, right? Everybody's kind of prepared for that. But it's, yep. you know, when something is as, as quick and as shocking, as quick as this, it just takes people back on their heels. It's like I always say. It's like I, I, I tell people all the time, it's it's the same thing of like when my dad died as opposed to when Dallas died, right? My dad died, he was, 70, he was 72 at the time. Still, still young. Still young enough for he probably had ten, hopefully, years left, maybe fifteen if we were lucky, but okay. But and and again it was fairly sudden, so it wasn't like he got sick and went down after six months and then passed away. But still, you kind of can step back and go, that loss and again, it was very hard because it was unexpected. Um it's a different loss than Dallas being so young. Absolutely. So there's a it's it's like it's it's that co between the Kobe and Bill Russell really because he's really young Bill Russell's you know in his eighties when you get to that stage I think you know, people naturally go well you know it's sad but you know, they had a good run right or it was that that's kind of where you you're going to be at that point but when it happens so much younger you it's very difficult to process it's out of the natural order so your brain it's going to be a bigger loss somebody dying at forty one impactfully on on right now than unfortunately somebody who is the 85 but he bill russell's gonna be remembered he will i mean obviously when he passes away but i agree it's a different feel to it and a lot of it comes from just the suddenness and really how quickly he had just stepped away meaning he wasn't gone for very long you know so i I think he gets so many things that just happen that swirl to do that that creates that so you know, it's definitely sad, and definitely, I mean, like I said, I wasn't a Kobe fan mainly because he was so good. It wasn't yeah. that I, you know, and I, I didn't really care for the whole Colorado thing, and I, 
I don't know. I, you know, and, and being the right thing, you're you're not going to like the best player. I get it. I didn't really hate Kobe personally. It was just one of those things. But I did appreciate as he aged how good he was um, in general, just as a player. And so I, I kind of I felt a little sad for his family and went, oh, that's kind of a loss just because it's you know, tragic, definitely, you know, as opposed to that. But, you know, it didn't stop me from making a meme, though. I was just going to say, did you... Uh... Did you yell out, post- oh, Kobe! Kobe! <laughs> no. Kobe! Oh. I, got up to, I will post this on our, on our I, Mono I, Mono I, Instagram. I do appreciate feed. that you uh, so eloquently segue <laughs> to that meme. You Tell like people that? about it. It's so good. It's, okay, so I don't know who, who's so out there that t- understand so ta- the... So tasteless. It's so tasteless. It's great. And so it's, it's a point that a lot of generation of kids grew up playing basketball you know they would, you know, make go to make a, a long, di- uh, either a, an important basket or the game-winning attempt. They would shoot and yell, "Kobe!" That was their thing. That's right. And so, I decided, well, I'm going to make a meme because it's just tasteless. Because that's how we are. To be fair, though, we you know have not posted it until now. I will be posting it on our Instagram, but I haven't posted it personally because that was just too soon. But it was so funny, and it was a it was a helicopter crash GIF of a, of a of a chopper going down and crashing with just Kobe at the top of it, <laughs> and <laughs> I still think it's hilarious. It's absolutely just it's it's tasteless as all hell, but it's still funny. But that, I think that's so. I think that's the point, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go slap it on somebody's page, you know. Now I still won't even do it. Just because and I, it's and I, definitely and I, tasteless. And I don't think that you would do something like if you had a buddy that was a super big Kobe fan and sensitive to it. Which I do. I w- and I wouldn't do that to You them. probably wouldn't <laughs> do that to them. But it's no. it's the point that you know, you, you have to you have to be able to laugh at just oh, yeah. in general. Just in general. It's yeah, it's good. We, but you we also we're we're cognizant to recognize how tasteless it is. It yes. is. If yes. if you do that, if if you're posting that, not understanding how tasteless it is, that's the problem. That's the if, problem. If, if you that that's where you have to understand. If you're doing something because you know how tasteless it is, yeah, it, it almost makes it worse. If you're oblivious, it's like, well, you're just an idiot. But no, I, I that's why I've said to you, I'm like, I said it to you like right away. And we both like that's that's yeah. like totally tasteless. I love it, but we both agreed that's neither one of us would post that at that time at all. <laughs> and we're we're usually known for posting anything. Yes, but you was, you just, you you more than I by yeah. a by a by a hair's but, breadth. But. but I but I I felt that was the right thing, and I still I still have a post. I'll post it on our page. We'll, we'll post on our page because yeah, there's context. Yeah, and, it's co- exactly. And it's a good exactly. reason. And it's a good way to get it out there. It is funny. <laughs> it is really funny. But, but it's, it's it, you know, and, and this will segue over to sort of the woke mm-hmm. culture yes. slash, um, you know, the the woke um, yeah. slash. Um, social justice. Social justice. I, mean, I think woke is definitely the, is, is more of it than, than everything, than anything. Yeah. It's the, um you know, there's social justice warrior, and we've talked about that, but there's this woke culture piece that I'm, I'm, I'm really, and f- so if you're listening and you don't know, look up woke culture. And this is like, if, if you're woke, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can find a, uh, a definition of it. Woke. 
definition. Let's see. Let's see what it says. Woke. Oh, I love I love it. Um, alert to injustice in society, especially racism. Mm. We need to st- uh, so quote. We need to stay angry and stay woke. Well, that's an interesting way to quote that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the slang word woke? As a political term, woke as a political term of African American origin refers to a perceived awareness of issues concerning social justice and racial justice. By the late 2010s, woke had been adopted as more of a generic slang term and has been the subject of memes and ironic usage. Well, okay, that's... Um, yeah, it, you know, it. it's... <laughs> I love the Urban Dictionary says the act of being very pretentious about how much you care about social issue. Well, And, and that's the thing is, okay, so woke culture, and, and I heard a couple people talk about inc- including Andrew Doyle, who's the mm-hmm. the person behind Titania McGrath. We've talked about Titania McGrath. Yeah. So for Great listeners, Twitter we've feed. talked about, yeah, fantastic Twitter feed. Um, And he, t- you know, so they talk about how like woke culture is almost a... Um, and an ideology in amongst itself in 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 itself which is fair and you almost can't be woke enough like and it's eating itself on this far left thing it's crazy the 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 woke the wokeness um but I, I, so a great example um was i was well, we both follow Keat Potato. Yep. Who's also David Hughes, same guy, clearly. Mm-hmm. And he had posted so if you're if you're on Instagram, people listening, if you're on Instagram and you like satire, um people who like to ironically make fun of the far left social justice warrior woke culture, Keat Potato and David Hughes have great Mike and I both post repost the, his stuff often, but he did one where it said something about OCD, and it's like I think it's like the wife says it's like wife, uh, sweetheart. I think your OCD is getting out of hand, and then it says in brackets, "me vacuuming the lawn." Uh, sorry, what was that? <laughs> and then. People commented on that about how you shouldn't make fun of OCD and, you know, this isn't a good representation of OCD. And, and I was like, what? So I made, I, I, I commented back on some things and, and one person's like, um, and what did I say? I think I, I sent it to you. I hope I did. Maybe I didn't. I'm not sure. Oh, there it is. This isn't funny. If the guy is true, oh no, that's different. Um, did I not send it to you? Ugh. I don't think you may have not. Damn it! I thought I had. So, so, so somebody said, you know, OCD isn't a joke, and I said, you're right. OCD isn't a joke, but it's okay. It's not okay. Yeah, OCD isn't a joke, but it is okay to joke about OCD. I'm like, you see the difference? And they're like, um, would you joke about cancer? Would you 
sure, you can joke about whatever you want. And I said, people joke about these topics for sure. And many of them are freaking hilarious. I'm like, I'm sorry. I refuse to accept that you're offended as a reason for people to stop making jokes. That's what it was. There you go. Yep. Ugh. Like just, it's just, it's ridiculous. People's, um, being offended by their their being triggered by what they perceive as being offended by like i don't know i just it's i have to slow myself down right now because i'm like trying to articulate how much it drives me not and the funny thing is i mean i'm for sure a liberal i'm for sure and not mm-hmm. liberal by sort of this weird no, you're talking about the classic liberal side. Yeah, not not what the far right wants to define like libtards. Ugh, what a, right? You know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's the the bastardized liberal that is out there now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, like if anything, the left, the liberal left that I like to see, like we are the ones who have, and I and I, I I'm not discluding you when I say this, but I want to say we the liberal. Those sure. are, those have been the ones who would have wrote the First Amendment, mm-hmm. right? Right, progressive, right. progressive individuals, not conservative, progressive right. people saying, you know, the most important thing in the world is the is the the right to free speech, right? And to say dumb shit and have somebody call you out on it, yep. like that's so important, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, but the the woke thing, ugh, the Titania McGrath, though, like just nails the satire on on woke culture so well. Oh yeah, it's just it's it's so I don't know, it's so exhausting. Like when you look at all that stuff, it's like I want to go. How do you people even get out of bed each day? <laughs> like it it just you just get to a point where you're like, you know. You've taken something that is so simple a concept and you've just completely drawn it out to this idiotic conclusion of where it needs to be, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah, you just get to a certain, it, that's why that, that Twitter feed of Tatiana McGrath is, is so hilarious oh, it's... because it's so perfectly dry that when you, like for a second, if you're not really understanding what you're watching, you think that it's kind of pro- and then you really realize after a second how great it is at just mocking them, you know. And it's you, I don't yeah, know. you could you could think it's actually a real mm-hmm. woke, uh, cultured, right? ideological, ideological mm-hmm. individual. You could you could actually yep. think that for a split second, sure. Like if you yeah, but then it boom, then there it is. <laughs> but when you really read it, it's like everything where you make a, a comment that that it sounds like you're agreeing with something, but the comment itself is so absurd that for you to agree with that would be like, Oh wait, they are making fun of how stupid they are because it's, it's, it is, it's ridiculous. Everything about that is ridiculous. You know, like the whole, like the whole feminist hashtags feminists. I'm like, it's great. Look, I got no problem with people being feminists. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. I don't necessarily see why you have to feel the need to say it. I mean, okay, you're a feminist. Great. What does that mean? I'm for the equality of women. Okay. All right. Well, 
where are they not <laughs> at the moment? Like, well, what what can you show that? The, I'm not saying that everything's perfect by any means. It's not. I'm just saying the word, the whole feminism thing it, to me now, it it's it made more sense, you know, in the '60s because I think society in general has evolved. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I do feel it's evolved past the stage where I think we need to assume, you know, that everybody doesn't have at least the generalized opportunity. Well, I think, I think, I think, I think that one of the problems with feminism, let me get to that in a second. Mm -hmm, Sure. There's a, don't let me forget because I was just looking at the Titania as you were talking. I was looking uh-huh. at it to, sure. to see if there's anything good for us to inject mm-hmm. from Titania McGrath. As, as, as an example. Yeah. Uh, but then there's something that's, in, and, and she tweets, one of my favorite reasons for attending protests is to hear the powerful and eloquent speeches. Now, I haven't listened to it. So should we have a listen to this together and mm-hmm. see see what she's referring to? Because it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard I, yeah. Oh, they're just screaming. This this is the protest. Wow. <laughs> they're just screaming. That's just that's just what they're doing at the protest. They're just standing out on a street, a snowy street, just screaming. Just it's screaming. Canadian. Oh, it's Canadian. Brilliant. What is it? Oh, that's funny. What is it? I can't see any of the signs to tell what this is protesting. What is it from the <laughs> from the post millennial? What are they? What are they protesting? They're just screaming. Oh, that's nah, unfortunate because it's actually something that's got a lit. It's there's a crazy thing going on right now in Canada, mm-hmm. and actually, this is part of it. Yeah, darn. So. Still stupid, anyways. Well, not yeah, the, the point, the, but just yeah. whatever that is. Well, it's not helping. It's, screaming it's not, isn't going to do anything. No, and it's not a helping. What's an actual issue? So yeah. there's a pipeline from Alberta, mm-hmm. north, northern BC, that is traversing BC, mm-hmm. uh, six hundred and something kilometers, quite large, mm-hmm. natural gas. Sure. So super quick. What happened was it's going on what's called unceded land. So there's land that. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular uh, First Nations peoples are saying it's unceded, which means it's never actually had a treaty on it, but they're saying it's our land. So it's sovereign First Nations peoples, like indigenous peoples' lands. Right, okay. And the Canadian government, and the argument is that, you know, through sort of like some like finagling by the natural gas companies. Mm-hmm. So some indigenous peoples in Canada say, you know what, you may say that there's a government on this land, like indigenous people's government, mm-hmm. but it's one that you put in, like it's elected. Well, we didn't do elections. We have what's called hereditary chiefs, not elected chiefs. And mm-hmm. so there's an argument about whether the land indeed could even had an agreement on it to put a pipeline on it. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're not saying we don't want a pipeline. They're saying mm-hmm. where you're putting it, not kosher. Like mm-hmm. put the pipeline. We're not against the pipeline. But right. put it this way. Now, this protest is about that. Now, the screaming is stupid. It, right. It, 
look, I get protesting. I understand why people protest, but that's the it's silly. Anyway, anyway, that's what that one is. Um, yeah. What were we gonna say about something about feminists? Oh yeah, no, uh, I don't remember. It's feminism. Um, okay, so here's I, here's my problem with femi- feminism and people that are sort of like woke. So let's go to woke right. feminists. Yeah, I'm not. Again, we're, we're taking this yeah. to these kind of people, yeah. not yeah. not your traditional. So woke feminists. Right. One of the ones. One of the things that drives me bananas. This is my opinion on it. Let's see where you land on this one is. They will not look at, and there's some that will just not look at something like the, the is it, was it James Damore, who was the, the Google guy who wrote a memo mm-hmm. right. and wrote about the differences between men and women in, in the technology. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. when they look, all they did was looked at it and just said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean men and women are different? And because of some of these differences, women may not want to be coders as much as men. Look at you. You're misogynistic. You're anti-feminine. You're anti-women. All this at James Damore. But if you read the whole memo, and I actually did take the time because you can find it and you can read it. He go. He says, here's why women just by biology are not as interested in coding. I don't know if he's right or wrong, but he had a whole fucking shit ton of stuff he cited in studies. Mm-hmm. Usually, when that's the case, there's probably some validity to it, but I, right. I don't. I, I I will admit that I don't. Sure. But then he went from that to saying, given these biological differences, and if we would like to see more parity, here's how we can go about it. So he didn't just say, here's where it is. Therefore, we should have less women in coding and in tech. Here's where it is. Here might be a solution. Here might be a solution. Working with. Uh-huh. the biological, factual, scientific mm-hmm. differences, which is something that drives me nuts because they, they go, oh, you know what? It doesn't matter what he said. It doesn't matter what he says to have to back it up. Because he said there's differences, he's wrong. And that drives me nuts. Cause well, yeah, because you're assuming that men and women are not the same. No, we're not. And, it's, and nobody has said in that conversation, by him saying that, by him saying what he said in that email, yep. he was not saying men and women are not equal. No. He and was saying, great, right. Great di- I love how you just put that. Right. He's saying, here's the differences. And they talk about that all the time, that there is a, like as an example, there's a heavy female population in nursing. And there's males. I see plenty of them sure. now. I do. But- it is still predominantly just in healthcare female. in general. Yeah, healthcare in general, right? right? It, yep. it, and that's because what they because clearly females have a more nurturing uh, uh, who they are is yeah. more, and that's and then again that's not uh, that's not in any way a slight for men who go into nursing or women that do. It, it's it's. It, like what he did is he he backed it up with statistical facts, and when you come at something from a biological level, it's not about what you feel. It's no. not about you know. But you're right when you attack an email because the fact that it's phrased that men and women are not the same, 
Again, there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. And if you you honestly believe, Susan says this all the time. She goes, it drives her nuts. What drives her nuts is the argument that men and women are equal. It's not about equal. It's about how, what are you talking about equal? You're talking about, like, from a physical standpoint? No, they're not. You know, from a a mental standpoint, women probably have the edge. The point is, it's not a matter of who's better. It's a matter of, she says, listen, you know, uh, with a few exceptions, because there are, look at MMA fighter women, all that stuff. They're they're professionals, you know, kick the crap out of us. But on a general standpoint, the average male is physically stronger than the average female, period, period. And, 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 And that's not to say that women are frail it's to say that there are clear differences between men and women in many different ways and that doesn't make their differences mean that one is superior men tend to be superior physically you know but that doesn't that doesn't make women inferior it just and and i I think you can yeah and you can absolutely say you can actually be even more definitive than you just Mm -hmm. were you can say men are superior physically now that's not saying all men well, no. are superior to all women. You're just right. saying the group, and, and I'm not right. an and I don't like identity politics because that's not what it's about. It's just Mm-mm. it's saying the the average of all men mm-hmm. is bigger and stronger than the average of all women, and that's just fact. That's just you can you can be a goofy woke person that says that that's not true and i don't even want if you say that then we can't talk yeah exactly right like it's just i am six foot two three six two whatever right and i'm currently 222 pounds whatever Mm -hmm. if you were a woman and somebody said oh how tall is your friend and what you know like hey my friend uh my friend's single, dude. I'll hook up with her. She's fantastic. Oh, really? By the way, she's six foot two, two hundred and twenty-two pounds. Mm-hmm. Dude would be like, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a that's a big lady. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a big lady. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Whereas if you say to your friend, and you're like, hey, you know, Tiffany, mm-hmm. um, you know, Eric is Eric is single and. And uh, I think I should set you up. Oh, really? Yeah, he's tall. And oh, really? He's six foot two, about two hundred and twenty pounds. Oh, he's like he's a big man. Like just mm-hmm. oh, right. Where mm-hmm. you know, we, if you were told that a woman was six foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds, you'd be like, oh, oh, Jesus, tall lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be like surprised. You'd be surprised. Sure. You'd be surprised. Like if someone told you that you know, you're going to meet a guy who's six foot nine. Exactly. Always. Well, well above average, like so far above even tall that you'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, geez, that's really tall. You know, and, and the, you know, it's like, it's like current, like recently I follow, I follow a bunch of like powerlifting and I find mm-hmm. it fascinating. It's on Instagram. Thor Bjornsson, the mm-hmm. mountain. Um, yeah, the mountain. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, not the current world's strongest, but he's, you know, he's, he's if right, not he's one of the, yeah, he's, he's right. if not the, he just lifted uh, in his gym um, prepping for a, a meet, uh, thousand fifty eight pounds. Hmm. Whereas I think the 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 women, the woman's biggest deadlift ever is like six hundred something. Like hmm. it's that much bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not minuscule differences. No, it's not. We're not talking. Fit, kind of we're not talking like 
50 or 100 pounds. We're talking like almost double. And that's also because he's six foot nine, 445 right. pounds. Exactly. There's no women out there that are no. that. Are that. It's just, there's yeah. not. No. <laughs> no. So, you know, no. again, we're talking the extreme sure. of the males, but there's no extreme of the females that match that. And, right. you know, and, and to say that that physical um, stature and everything that we talk, because it's so, it's so the obvious one to talk about, but then mm-hmm. you go to the healthcare one, which is a very obvious one to talk about when we talk about mm-hmm. vocationally. Mm-hmm. To say that that differences with men and women doesn't equate across all different sort of aspects of us. Now, there was a, I can't remember who it was that talked about it, and I really like the way they differentiate something. And they said, okay, look, the differences between in men and women is actually probably less. Like, so if you compare just the average man across, you know, three and a half billion men and three and a half billion women, mm-hmm. the average man to the average woman is less than the differences within the group. So the differences between all women is not as great, is, is greater than the, than the differences between the average man and the average woman, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. Right? It's, there's, greater, there's greater differentiation and diversity within women than there is between mm-hmm. our differences. Right. But there's still differences between, to, between them. Like, it's just, well, yeah. it's the way it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, the the whole woke culture thing, like you just, you know, and, and the, the, the biggest thing about woke culture that drives me nuts, maybe, probably, um, and this is where I will give the right over the left, and again, just mm-hmm. in general, right. the right over the left sure, is, that, the, that the, the left, that woke, they will cancel you, cancel culture, cancel yep, you per- permanently, yeah. yep. whereas the right doesn't tend to do that. Right. And again, radical right, radical left. Sure, of right? course. Like, you know, I think I think that generally, the um, the true liberal left, somebody like myself, believes that no one should get canceled. No one should be deplatformed. No one right. should be told not to speak. Right. Exactly. I, I don't. I personally don't even know if hate speech should be. Um, Outlawed. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you that. I mean, I fall where you probably fall on that. Right? Yeah. I mean, I... I yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that. And I, I think it's really... Because it, it, it's happening here in the U.S. Um, and, you know, it's always hard to tell if it's just a vocal minority because they're just the loudest, right? As opposed to what's the overall feel. But I do find it very interesting that it seems to me especially the past couple years that you're finding more of the conservative side to be more of the open accepting side Mm. uh in general i'm i'm just talking in and as a general feel you know you don't you know it's as an example just as a generalize it's like you you see all the stuff that's going on with with certain democratic party here and it's like you're not really seeing that kind of level of seemingly hysteria <laughs> that uh, it it's to the point where you're like it's very sad that the left here is seemingly skewing far enough left that even the conservatives seem to be more accepting 
Well, tell me. Okay, so I I was thinking about this the other day because I knew we were going to talk about this, and sure. I think that. So I think that what we've come to understand and accept, mm-hmm. and I think is more accepting, unfortunately, because I'm not mm-hmm. a fan, right. is the secular right. So the secular right, right is unbelievably unforgiving and not sure. accepting and intolerant. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. They'll say something like, you know, and and they could and 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 they can seem like the nicest people saying mm-hmm. the nicest things, Christian, God fearing people. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, you believe in abortion? You're done. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, any anything to do with the sort of their secular beliefs, Christian beliefs? Sure. They're unbelievably intolerant. Sure. Towards right? right, and and I think that what we're seeing is because that's been around for a long time. Right. But long you time. know that's there. Okay. Right. So, so you kind of so, know what that is. Ah. Uh, so that okay. So there's that sort of laissez-faire acceptance of it. Because it's been around. I'm not saying so it's right. I'm saying you know what it is, though. No, but like, it, you, right. yeah, but what I'm saying is we have a laissez-faire sort of mm-hmm. acceptance. Okay, well, mm-hmm. Christian right been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. The woke left is the same thing, but on the left. True. And yeah. we are we are your commentary you just made. I agree with you, but mm-hmm. I think our sort of like uh, our prickliness towards it is because mm-hmm. it's newer. Probably, yeah. But it's no different than that Christian right. Yeah, the, the, especially the yeah that that specific group. Yeah, oh right? yeah, I, I can't just dis, I can't disagree with that. The thing is, though, the Christian right is quite large. Right. Yeah. I I always the Christian right always gets me because there's very I see the similarities in this woke left that's coming up, mm-hmm. where they say, "But this is how it is," and if you say to them, "Well, hold on." But you're making up a law or wanting a law based on mm-hmm. your theological beliefs. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's a Christian country. No, but it's not. And, you know, like if the woke left wants to say something, it's, it's. Um, I keep seeing secular, it's not secular, it's theocratic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's non-secular, pardon me. Well, I got that all backwards, but you knew what I was mm-hmm. trying to say. Mm-hmm, sure. whereas, whereas the left is might be atheist or secular, but their their ideology is almost that. It's it's an ideology that's almost very similar to the that Christian theocratic sort of belief, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it and here and I, and I think that that group is growing. I mean, I don't know how big the Christian right is, but it's not a small group. No, it's not a small group. But I would also say that. Even in even in the Christian right, there are segments that are even more right. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, we're we're not. Of course, we're not blanketing either side. As everybody's all into this one thing, um, you know. And it was like I think Susan and I were talking about it today when we were walking into IKEA. I don't even know why we were talking about it. I said something. We were just walking in, and it was something about it was similar to this conversation. Uh, the, uh, God, I can't remember now. Something about the Christian right or something. I, I don't remember what it was. Is I, I have to, have, have to remember it. I, I lost it. Dang, it was. No, pretty, it, it was. It, it did segue right into it, but it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, and and I don't know. I've I've never been a very. Uh, um, oh no, we were talking about how, like, in general, for the most part, and again, I had to preface it with the exception of the Crusades. <laughs> You know, which was, look, you know, I understand if people that are Christians 
I think in general they're they, they seem to be good people for the most part. I think in general they you know they they want people to be happy um, for the most part. I mean I think their intentions are good for the most part, but I said with an exception of the crusade period, <laughs> you know, and it's it's you know I, I look at it and go okay for the most like I I'm not a huge religious person. And I have some family that is and all that, but uh, for the most part, they they don't wish harm on anybody, even if they have their beliefs that you know what you're doing is maybe not right. It, that's your choice, you know. As long as you don't impede people from doing what they want to do, whatever, whatever, <laughs> you know. I don't care. There's always going to be people that do that. And you're right; it's no different than say the Christian right and the woke, you know, the the woke culture on you know whatever topic they happen to be on that day in terms of that. So I'm not someone who follows religion in terms of, like I said, I don't believe in it. I, I, I don't care that people do. It doesn't bother me. I, I'm not out there to discredit their stuff. It, it just doesn't affect me <laughs> you know, whatsoever. I just don't think, I just don't think you need to create, I, I am a big, you know, separation of church and state person, you know, <laughs> You know, I, I don't I don't think it needs to be heavily influenced in our governing laws, something that we or may or may not believe in, you know, in terms of that. So Yeah, but the woke culture and the and, and just the it is. It seems pretty crazy to a certain point. And oh I've always thought like the the left the right winger Christians, like they bug the crap out of me. Like they really bug they've always bugged the crap out of me. Do it do which like, one? Just the the the, the the right wing. Oh, I think it's left wing. Oh, I totally no, heard, the, I totally the, right, heard that the the right winger Christians that you know the the full the Bible thumpers and that that stuff. I'm like, get real, you know. And, and but I am I am still seeing. I still feel that at least from the vocalization now, it does seemingly feel to me here that you are still feeling like there seems to be more tolerance of difference of ideas coming from the right than the left at the moment, which is just based on how far the some of the left have swung. <laughs> you know, it's been a little bit overboard for when you can feel like as a conservative that you're seeing more openness from that side than what was previously viewed as, you know, the, the, the typical like what i would think of as a normal liberal right and you're just not seeing that as much here right now it seems to be almost crazy to the point of where you're like you know when you make when conservatives seem to be the ones and i don't think conservatives in general are closed off and stuff like that but when their reputation of being not as you know open for progress and you're seeing that seemingly like they're the group right now that seems to be not the ones that are allowing people to speak that there's a problem and that's a totally. good thing for the that's a good thing for the conservatives to be doing that i'm just saying that you don't you know you you want to be seen that the conservatives as uh you know the you know they're just a bunch of racist group of people and they want to take all your money and all this like, come on you know it's it's not nothing like that Right. And, and and it just seems crazy right now where we're getting to to this point. And, you know, I do think most people see through it. I do think as it moves on and it becomes more ridiculous, more people just dismiss it. And I, I think that's what you're seeing. But it's yep. just, you know, you never know, though, because of the vote, because even though the most vocal tend to be the minority, you just never really know. Well, I think I think one of the problems 
that with the with this you know quote unquote vocal minority because it, mm-hmm. it it generally is right yeah I think one of the problems is is that the woke culture and the left left and then this new woke culture sort of movement mm-hmm. always permeates into um, media on mm-hmm. the um, entertainment side so yes generally speaking um, artists of any kind mm-hmm. tend to be more left-leaning, liberal-minded. It's just mm-hmm. generally sure. has yeah, always been the always been the case, Absolutely. forever and a day, and always will be. Mm-hmm. So the problem is right now they have a lot of media clout and a lot of following. Whether it's a music person, a, mm-hmm. a movie person, whatever the case may be. And we talked about it when we talked about Ricky Gervais and sort of, sure. like, sort of you know all that. But it's just it's just a reality of what that is. Um, I think that there's another problem too. Is right now and and. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right now. What are we on? February seventeenth. Trump's gonna win this election. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's there's a, a multifaceted problem. I'll try to boil it down real quick in seeing the context of what we're talking about. Sure. Okay. I think the best person um, on the left who's running right now, mm-hmm. um, and I wish he wasn't so old, is Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders. Mm-hmm. When you actually get him and have a conversation with him and hear how he intends or what he wants to do, mm-hmm. there's an unbelievable saliency and it's not woke social justice left. Mm-hmm. It actually, and I was, and, and, and I had been thinking about this and it's actually really funny because if you, and I, I'll try to find it, send it to you because you might mm-hmm. find this interesting. The conservative slash right wing ish center right that pulled the U.S. out of World War II through the fifties, mm-hmm. a lot of the ideas and ways of doing things is actually what Bernie Sanders, and, and it's I don't think he's saying it because that's what worked. I think he's just saying it because it works, and actually, way he is going about stuff. If you look at his platform, almost mirrors the success the United States saw seventy years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen or heard about this. So, if you look at like the GI Bill, mm-hmm. the interstate thing that that Eisenhower did to basically get the interstate system to what it is today, all kinds of things, right? Um, the marginal tax rate and how they built it to tax at super high levels and in particular ways to target where taxes weren't being pulled from on right so all these sort of things so that it's saying hey like if you look the the education rate that came out of the 50s compared to the 40s and 30s skyrocketed and what did that do for the US mm-hmm. right it brought the US out of not just being a manufacturing company or a country rather, but actually being an intellectual comp- uh, country, right? All right. Like all these things that actually forwarded business, forwarded it, people's ability to um, produce for themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the problem is, is that um, it's all being touted and not by Sanders, but it's being touted by the left, which is the, they're just hurting themselves and this is going back to what you're talking about, this vocal minority as being sort of like socialism, if you will. And they don't use that word, but it's not actually what he's looking to do. 
but they're killing themselves with this because of the way they're going about it. And what's going to happen is, is all this crap will just be brought out the wrong way. And that's Mm -hmm. why Trump will win. Mm -hmm. Because the woke stuff, the ideological sort of social fabric crap will get too much play when it's not actually what's going to happen. Right. Do you know what I mean? Had you heard that though? Like the, the comparisons of the 50s and what happened in the US to what his platform actually nearly mirrors? No, I hadn't heard that part of it. No. Fa- yeah, so I saw someone somewhere, and I can't remember what it was, but they broke it down really well, and it's like, oh my God, it is. Like, if you yeah. look at all the programs that everyone, if you talk to anyone and go, why did the U.S. do so well after World War II? Mm-hmm. And if you nail down all the things, all his stuff is basically taking that and going, we need to reenact that kind of stuff to stimulate the U.S. Yeah. And it, it, look, it makes sense, right? Yeah, I just, I think, in, and kind of to piggyback what you what you were going with, I mean, I, I think that you know, the reality of the situation is, is that overall, you know, I just don't see at the end of this year, you know, when, when we have our, our election, I, I, I just don't see anybody coming from the left-sided platform as just being able to do enough at this point. I, I, you know? I, I, I think you can, I think they can, I think they're going about it the wrong way. I think right. that's oh, what the I problem agree. is. Yeah. No, I, I, what I'm saying is I think in the, I'm not saying, you know, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I am saying, I think that that's just not going to happen. Yeah. They're just going about they're, it the wrong way. They they're, are. They're, they're shooting they, themselves in the foot. Right. And, and, you know, part of this is like, you know, and a lot of it is, is like, if you just would have put your heads forward and moved on and allowed four years to happen without everything that's been going on, you probably would have got out of this with a one and done. But it's like you, you went about this whole like, well, from the minute somebody hit office, we're going to try to take you out from immediately. And it's been going on for the past three years. It's, it's almost like you've just tone deafed everybody out. But, that's you know? a, but, but, but yeah. the same, but the same thing happened when Obama went in. Yeah. Mitch McConnell was caught on tape saying, all we're going to do now is, is fight to get him out in the next four years. Mm-hmm. And, and then they got demolished. Yeah. And then first. that's, but again, it's the playbook. It's, it's happening in reverse, right? Totally. It, it's happening. Yep. Right. And, and it's, you know, I, I, I look at it from this point and, you know, it, it's, it's one of those scenarios where it's like, you look at everything that's going down and it's like, you get to a certain point where you just get to a point where you're like, look, it, it's already, people have already zeroed their mind on probably what they're going to do. And I, I, you know, I, I just don't think that they've shown in the past, you know, lead up cycle here into what's going in that, that you're right, their playbook isn't correct. And, you know, I just don't think in general there's anybody strong enough that without the right playbook being done to overcome that. And it, it just, you know, you look in a situation where I think that you've got a lot of people that are just like, you know what, you've been doing it for so long, you get four more years and then you know what, then you got your next shot. That's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> well, I think, I think too, that, you know, the political landscape, especially in the U S because of the two party mm-hmm. system has just become, sure. you know, just battle the other, like what mm-hmm. I, what I heard and I, and I love this one that I heard was when you campaign, you shouldn't be saying what you want to do. Right. What you should be saying is what you believe you can put through. 
Exactly. No, that's and no one's valid. And that's such a good way to put it because it's not about what you want to do. Because what you want to do, unless in some, especially in the U.S., especially in the U.S. with the two-party system, Mm -hmm. unless you do something that gets you all of the you know, Senate and Congress mm-hmm. and like by a gigantic landslide of, you know, say 70% in each, in each, um, um, in each of those two. Mm-hmm. It's all about what can you get through, not what you want to do. Cause what you want to do and what you can get through are two very different things. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's, 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 it's just not how it works. Um, so anyway, we, we digressed off to their, um, from the whole woke thing, but the, you know, the, the, the woke culture thing, God, it's, if it wasn't scary in some ways, it's super entertaining. Oh, it is funny. Don't get me wrong. To watch people melt down is quite funny. And then until you realize it's still pretty scary. The, the, <laughs> the biggest, the biggest one that in the whole woke thing that just, I just shake my head out. Well, there's two of them that make me really shake my head. Number one is the whole free speech thing when people, right. and and I think it was Jordan Peterson. Which, by the way, did you hear about Jordan Peterson? What re- I not recently <laughs> what scary. Okay, so I'll get to that. And all these tangents. So Jordan Peterson, I think, said something really well because, of course, he's a professor, right? And he's right. like, yeah. it used to be that you taught your class to the sort of middle common denominator not the dumbest person in the class not the smartest and i i know that's not the right way to put it but mm-hmm. um but sort of the the average right you mm-hmm. taught a university class to the average and the mm-hmm. people who were above well, you, maybe you helped them excel and the people who were below you kind of brought them up to that average he's like now the problem especially in the humanities people have to instructors are, are being so cautious that they're treat they're teaching the class and they're preparing their classes for the for the most offended person, so you get a mm. two hundred people, one hundred ninety nine, and go. None of this offends me. And one person goes, "I'm offended," and that's it. You're fucked. And mm. what a shitty way as an instructor to have to think about going in and preparing your class. Isn't that that? Mm. This is crazy, right? Oh yeah. Okay, what did I say? I was going to come back. Oh yeah, Peterson. So Peterson apparently had gotten really. Um, in bad with benzos, like the drugs, whatever mm-hmm. the full name, and apparently um, was being misdiagnosed and was having problems, like serious health problems here in Canada and the U.S. Nobody mm-hmm. was either treating him correctly or diagnosing him correctly. Apparently he ended up in Russia, put into an eight-day induced coma. Whoa. Yeah, what the fuck, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it was... to I. And I don't know the details, details. I got to read more on it. I mm-hmm. think it was around like he was having like significant withdrawal problems. Mm-hmm. And I guess the induced coma was so he could get past the, like, I think it helps to do with the medical detoxing, mm-hmm. detoxification of the drugs. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I'm like, looking at the headlines, right? Um, yeah. Fox News. Jordan Peterson detoxes from anxiety, anti-anxiety yeah. meds. Benzos, critics yeah. mock. New York Post. Here's New York Post, though. Jordan Peterson recovering from tranquilizer addiction. Well, that's a nice clickbait. You know, well, that's um, what it is, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, 
Uh, Jordan Peterson is insider. Jordan Peterson treated in Russia for drug dependency. Yep. Yeah, benzo. Uh, it's yeah. a benzo. How do you say it? Benzo diazepine. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Scary, wow. right? Yeah, absolutely. The, oh yeah. I I still I I still think the it's, post millennial. Okay, so hold on. The post millennial. Is this a? I'm gonna read. Is this a right wing or a left wing? Uh, oh, this is by. Oh, it's actually an article written by Michaela Peters by his daughter. Her daughter. Okay. Look up my uh, exclusive update on the health on Jordan B. Peterson. It's actually um, by his daughter. Okay. So, interesting. Okay. We'll get to that. We are. Do you realize we're at um, two hours and ten minutes? Oh wow! Well, we had been a while. It's been a while. We earned that. We earned that big time. <laughs> we we earned that uh, two hours and ten minutes. We we definitely, and I know we talked about it every mm-hmm. two weeks ish. Yeah, we definitely have yeah. got a lot to talk about. So whether it's next week or the week following sure. or whatever. Yeah, um, we'll uh, no, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll just yeah. kind of be more of uh, we'll just play it by ear at that yeah. point. And, uh, and do that. So, yeah. But look at this. That. Also, because huh. we've changed sort of, I've changed sort of my schedule. It's only, it's only 11 as compared to 11 or a quarter to 12 as we've yeah. done before. So, we're going exactly. to get to bed at a decent time tonight. Yeah. Start our work week. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, got a, I got a crazy, I got a crazy week at work. Yeah. I, got I actually have a, it's an, I would consider it a normal week, but it's actually good. It's taken me so long to get back because after Susan's surgery, we were just out of whack just in terms of like tired and just so much going on. Oh, sure. You know, and, the, and, um, and she's great and done fine and all that stuff. But yeah, it was like, oh, at least for like, well, it's been three, almost three weeks now, but oh man, it was, it was like, it, there was like a two week span though, because I, I ended up working a, like, like worked last Monday and took Tuesday off to help out because we were short staffed. And it's like, this was like the first week in a while that I've had two days off in a row. Like not oh, broken it up yeah, to be yeah. a real kind of, and then you, you know, weren't, you were thing. sick for how long? Yeah. I was like so, a week, God, like a week. Yeah. And I almost started getting sick again recently. I just, I think I just staved it off. Actually, which was good because you know, shoot, you can only take so much sick time. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus. So I, uh, I was able to do that. But yeah, it was just kind of a crazy couple of weeks and um, and all that. So it was good to get back at it. And uh, and yeah, I think we're we'll definitely be good with uh, doing the format of you know we're, we're going to kind of do it when we want to do it, which it could be you know next week, it could be Sunday, it could be Monday, it could be Wednesday, whatever. We'll figure it out, you know, and we'll just you know kind of go when we feel we want to do that. I kind of like the every, not, not a stringent every other week kind of thing, but just kind of like giving us some time in between to kind of build up conversation to talk about as well as kind of feel refreshed coming into it that you don't feel like you're doing a turn to burn <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So I like that comment. I like that. The turn to burn. But, turn uh, and burn. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think we should, we'll just get, yeah, we'll get a kind of feel for it and we'll do it figure, that way. We'll figure it out. We're smart. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're, you're yeah. smart. Well, that's debatable <laughs> on all of our ends. <laughs> it's all, it's all relative, my friend. It's all yeah, relative. That's true. It's all on a, it's all based on a curve. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sharp one that starts to me it's straight up to you. Deep curve. Straight up to you. <laughs> so good. All right, well, boss. Good to, yes. Okay. Well, listen. It's eleven oh five Pacific. Is it standard or is it 
We're in standard Pacific. time, right? We're in standard. We're Pacific right? standard time. Standard yeah, time. We're right, right here. I, I did, don't I, forget. Uh, don't forget. I actually posted the meme we talked about on our uh, on our Instagram. Did you? At the Mono e Mono podcast. Yes, it's over there right Ooh, now. Ooh, so people I can did it as uh, we spoke can comment. And yeah, what, what's, check it out. What's the uh, what's the handle again? Yeah, the handle tell everyone. Tell everyone at at the Mono e Mono podcast on Instagram. Check us out. Very very uh, simple. Oh, and. Um, we should say thank you. We have uh, another new country of listeners. Really? Oh, yeah, I don't this? think I told you. you. El, El, no. El Salvador. Oh, very nice. Somebody in San Salvador, El Salvador. Nice. Huge fan of the cocaine. <laughs> do they have? Do they do cocaine in El Salvador? No, I think that's Pro- Colombia. But it was. Well, they so do. Funny, right? They probably have cocaine there. They. They. Yeah, I'm sure I'm they sure do. They I'm sure they. Uh, I'm sure they have some quality of the. El Salvadorian strain of cocaine of of the El Salvadorian. If you if you're candy. listening in El Salvador and you'd like us to have any, we won't say no. We won't we're, say no. We're a fan of the nose candy. <laughs> if you'd like to know, you can reach us as he said at mm-hmm. the Mono podcast or Eric Mike Mike Eric at gmail.com. But hey, there. use some kind of code word. Use <laughs> don't say cocaine, but say teddy Mike bears. Will. Teddy bears. Send us send us some Pru- teddy bears. Send us send some, some teddy bears. prune juice. Some prune juice. <laughs> In teddy bears. In teddy bears. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, FBI is yeah. all. Put these guys on record. Hey, I'm Put not. Hey, I don't have to worry about the FBI. So you say? I don't. FBI is an American policing entity. Mm. I'm not American. I know, but you don't think that maybe they. No, no, no. Have some polls over there uh, in Canada with, with the RCMPs. Yeah, maybe the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. <laughs> well done, sir. Or Federal yes. Bureau of Investigation. See, mm-hmm. I can I can pull that out too. You <laughs> can make a big word. Oh, yeah, nice. okay. Hold on. CIA is the uh-huh. Central Intelligence Agency. What's our yes. spy agency? I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. See. There you go. No, you got me. CSIS. CSIS, what does that stand for? Canadian. Uh, uh, what is CSIS? Special in CSIS? <laughs> no, Special it's Canadian a, it's Special a, Intelligence a, Agency? Canadian Security Intelligence Service. Oh, that was close. You yeah. know what Griffin is just like, there's a video he watches, on, He's he, we, he watches like videos on the computer, like on YouTube, but we try to make mm-hmm. him watch like um, uh, stuff to learn. Sure, of course. And he's super into the military. And there's mm-hmm. one video he likes to watch a lot. It's the top 10 special forces in the world. Cool. Yeah. Little known fact for you. Fact. Mm-hmm. So our more secretive special forces, like the SEALs are probably the biggest American one. Delta forces. Sure. Arguably true or not. They, most people believe it exists, but the SEALs we know for sure do. And the SEALs, sure. they were, I think they were started in the 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So ours was started in the 90s, mm-hmm. our best one. So way newer. Check this out. So it's called Joint Task Force 2. Okay. They actually have the most terrorist kills of all special forces in the world. Nice. Like not combined, but just they are the one that has the most, right. which is really awesome. Right. So, way to go! I, well, I knew that they were. I I knew that over there in the Middle East that the U.S. and Canadians were together on that. Oh yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, 
And <laughs> and a joint task force two member has the longest con- like the longest confirmed confirmed longest sniper kill of all time. Yes, I heard about that. I don't know how long it was, but I knew it was Canadian. Very recent because I know that he just did it. I think it was a Brit before that. It was a Canadian before that again. Mm-hmm. And actually really cool is and by Griffin loves this thought. My cousin was in joint joint task force two for, joint mm-hmm. task force two for some time. So he's like, "What? Your cousin was a special forces?" I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Can he tell me what he did?" I'm like, "Probably not." <laughs> Probably not. It was special. It was very special, <laughs> and it f- was forced on someone. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. Holy shit! Almost at 140 minutes. That's nice. Hard. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fucking back a, with a vengeance. Back with a big vengeance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you told them how to get a hold of us by yep, the by, by, by the Instagram. I gave them our wonderful email address. And of course, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs>